What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, my treasures. It's Arden. Um, I just wanted to let you know that the podcast next week will not be up until Friday morning because... We wanted to get the uh, incredible combo of Paget and Miles on together again after like that incredible first episode of theirs solo. And uh, the only day that Miles could do it was Thursday. So it will not be up till Friday in case you're checking your feeds. In the meantime, enjoy this week's episode. Bye. Welcome to Will You Accept This Rose, a production of iHeartRadio. Holy cow. When I say comedy royalty is here, you don't even know the lineup. Excuse me. Or maybe you do because you saw it, like, posted somewhere. But pretend you didn't read it. So horny after watching that whipped cream get sucked off of a dirty toe. So horny. Still? Episode of Will You Accept This Rose? My name is Arden Marine, coming to you from my bougie garage in Los Angeles, California. Holy cow. I have the dream team assembled today to talk about the most important episode in television history and that we're including the Sopranos finale. We're talking including <laughs> The Wire. We're including the end of, of Sybil. I don't know. I don't know what you watch. Let me just tell you, I, I don't think we could have a funnier group of people with us today. With us today, we'll start the gentleman of the group. The, the, ah. bachel- the bachelor of the podcast today. Thank you so much. I oh wish I God. was dating all of you. Oh, my God. <laughs> he is a comedian. It'd he is a director. Too, guys. It would help me out. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, surprise, this is actually a dating show. Welcome to the podcast. He's a comedian, a director, a writer. He's a podcast host. He's the director and producer of Between Two Ferns. He is the host of the podcast and the IFC show, Comedy Bang Bang. He also hosts a podcast with another member of this uh, podcast that's here called Freedom. Ladies and gentlemen, Scott Ackerman. Oh, so thankful to be back talking about this incredible show. Even though it's back to school, it's still summer in paradise. (laughs) I like that they're just taking it through to October. I mean... (laughs) I feel like it keeps my puka shell lifestyle happening. Yeah, why don't they do like Halloween in paradise, you know, where they all have to wear slutty costumes? (laughs) That would be so, a sexy cat in the sand. I would love that. I would watch any version of paradise. Actually, one guy was the sexy cat in the sand already this season, so. (laughs) Sexy cat in the sand with a ukulele, which is what we never knew we needed. (laughs) Okay, there is a woman here today who has resisted Bachelor in Paradise. She watched it, but she was like, "Mm, not for me. I like, according to her groom, who might or may or may not be the Bachelor of this podcast, Mm. apparently she likes the main franchise. She likes the Bachelor. She doesn't like any of it. She doesn't like any of it. So she finally likes some, but she's watched it because she's married to this human. And now she's finally like, okay, 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 I get it. All these years of torture of getting to know the farm team, and now I get to see mean, like, horny, horny musical chairs. I understand. Um, She's an actress, she's a writer, and she's a director. She's the co-host of the podcast Add to the Cart, which I have to say I'm obsessed with and you have to listen to, and it's a problem because I've been a spendy-wendy lately and everything she talks about I want to buy. She's an actor that was on Children's Hospital. She's a showrunner and creator of Bajillion Dollar Properties. She is the director of the documentary origin story, Kulap Vilasa. I'm going to say it wrong. I'm going to do it again. (laughs) Kulap Vilasa. Oh, fuck. Arden. Arden, with your own last name, you piece of shit. You fucking wrote it out phonetically. Kulap Vilaisak. Yes. There we go. Yes. Did I get it right? I here. You got it right. Now it's add to cart and not add to the cart. <laughs> Just to throw that in there is, as is well. Is the name of this show, Will You Accept This, The Rose? It is. It, will You Accept This, The Rose? Is actually, I, I panicked and I got that as a neck tattoo, so it stuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. I had to, I, you know, for just again, you, you mentioned it for years. Yeah. Just, I'm. I'm coming. I, I'm. I'm. I want to spend time with my husband. Yeah. I go into the living room. He's got the Bachelor on. I pivot. I turn around. I get out of there. Yeah. But this, the last, this season. Yeah. I, I had to look at myself. I had to feel what I feel and yeah. and say I'm enjoying this. That's right. I, I believe uh, Kulop tweeted, "Okay, I like Bachelor in Paradise." Yeah. After. Last week's episode, which the the tease for next week ended with Lil John coming out going, yeah, I and mean, we just burst into applause. <laughs> Truly, I feel like they're giving us everything we need right now. Like, they are just this hostless show, this rotating, like, captainless ship with more characters on the boat than they've ever had. Like, this is just the largest cast in horny history. And... Cool up. Was there a moment that you were like, I'm in? Like, I, like, was there a particular thing? Like, what cracked you? What was the thing that cracked you? I think, um, I mean, something about the combination of just like the, the, 
the inmates kicking each other out yes. really like took me to this other place. Yes. And I think it is about this moment in, in the Demi for me. Like yes. this is, this is not Demi, the, the character Sorry. on the show, the, that was but confusing. the pandemic. Yeah. That oh, was okay. 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 I the thought she pandemic. called Demi the Demi, which I liked. Okay. Right. Okay. This is now my Ted Lasso. Because right. that's where I'm at internally. This is what we watch to feel good. <laughs> no, no, you're right. But it is. because Because I feel like we're at to the To make point... us feel great about humanity. <laughs> well, because I feel like we all want to go to a party now. We're all at the point of the pandemic where all of us need a dance party. We all need to just blow mm-hmm. some steam off. Yes. And... Thank God you said some steam <laughs> instead of what I thought you were going to say. Because <laughs> we... You know, I normally would just go right to just blow a load. <laughs> just immediately. Oh, you think blow a load? That's so me. That's so me. You can't um, take COVID from blowjobs. <laughs> well, speaking of that, well, you not, just heard not long haul COVID if the penis is under three inches. <laughs> <laughs> well, right now you are hearing. You are hearing a woman that we just adore, that we love on this podcast. She is also a host of Freedom with Scott Ackerman and Paul F. Tompkins. She's an actor. She's a comedian. She's a podcast host. Uh, she is the host of Newcomers with Nicole Byer. She was on Orange is the New Black. She was on Crashing. And she is Missy from The Wrong Missy, which was like such a star turn. You know her. You love her. Lauren Lapkus. Hi. Hi. Oh, my God. Are you loving this season or what? I, I've i never really watched Paradise. And what? So, oh, really. what? I, I've been more of a Bachelor Girl, fan I need to take a drink fan. so I can do a spit take. Yeah, yeah. Um, everyone <laughs> is always saying that paradise is the best show but i just have never gotten into it and now we've been my husband and i've been watching every week and and he was more into it than i was i was kind of like everyone's it's too much but now this whole piper and brendan thing is what got me now i'm really into it now you get it now it's so good we're also going to bring in a newcomer to paradise she literally was going to text me but she decided to call me to tell me how much she enjoyed Paradise and then how much she's been enjoying the Paradise podcast and it just so ha- I was like oh my god I didn't think you were watching and she's friends with all these people she's an actor a writer a musician she's half of the musical comedy duo Garfunkel and Oates she's an actor from Raising Hope Big Bang Theory the Lego movie Scooby Doo we adore her ladies and gentlemen Kate Micucci hey everybody Woo. Hi! I have to tell you, Arden, when I did your Bachelor podcast last, um, you had said, oh, you've never seen Paradise. You're in for a real treat. And uh, you were not wrong. I am freaking loving it. It's so good. It's so good. It's so, first of all, I'm going to go back to Scott. Like, it's so nice just to feel like we're all on vacation in Mexico. Like, that that's an yes. option that yeah. we could all go safely somehow make out with people in Mexico and, like, just like it feels like an, a time warp of like yeah. a COVID free zone of like, this is how we could all possibly live now. It's a lot like Kulop uh, and I and, and Lauren and her husband and, and three other couples. We went to Hawaii if, wow. if we had been constantly fucking each other <laughs> well yeah if we had been constantly fucking and we are only allowed to go inside when we fuck <laughs> <laughs> and then and we one... have to fuck in the same room yeah and, the boom boom, boom. As we call and it. there's and there's one couple that's fucked the most and just kind of like stake their claim on the room oh you and... misunderstood we all fucked each other oh okay i get it 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 well i'm gonna start at the top and by the way also of course our production team is here. Oh, 
And ladies and gentlemen, a lot of, Dr. Banana looked like she just had a head, a hand coming out of the top of her head. I don't know. On the other side. There we go. Right there. It looks like there's a hand. It's the chemtrails. It's Jesus. Draping <laughs> over the top of your head. Katie Levine, Dr. Tana Dana Banana. How are you both? Great. I'm good. I'm excited <laughs> to talk about this episode. Well, what an episode. We're starting out at the top. Five women are going home. There's nine guys and 14 On this gals. show? <laughs> it was really that's fun, right. guys. Thanks so much. Okay. And by the way, it's just going to be you, Scott. Oh, oh You're no. the only person left on the podcast. By the way, I want to say that uh, Kate and Kulap and I were uh, texting yesterday or the day before. I can, No, it was Monday. And uh, Kate does something interesting every time an episode comes on. What is that? I make a cake. <gasps> oh! But I, I have to say, I was going to do it yesterday because I, I was gonna make, I was gonna make a cake on Monday. But then, but then I found out that there was football. That Scott told me that you had told him, and so I was like, oh well, if Arden's saying it's right. I was really excited on Monday. Uh, yesterday, I didn't make a cake, but um, I, I usually bake something, and most of the time, it's a cake. Okay, wait a minute. Do you do it for the regular season as well yep. or just paradise? Yeah, a cake or like sometimes cinnamon rolls. It was like, you know, Matt James holiday season. There were like more holiday things happening. But I usually wow. try to bake something and I, often it's a cake. I just love to make a box cake in general. I love box yeah. cakes. Oh, I love box cakes. I love and are the best you, cakes. Are you making it during the show as like a thing to do or to eat during the show? To eat during the show. That's what's fun. been your yeah. favorite what's been the most successful one so far do you do like a fun fetty ever um you know i sometimes i do the fun she did one in the shape thing. of chicago joe yeah. she <laughs> <told me>. <laughs> <laughs> his he's body. like an angry gangster I, like we gotta talk to you i made it many layers i carved it it was a, it was a very oh. extensive no I, she I, just I, she, <laughs> she did a box cake and then took away anything that wasn't chicago joe <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I, I just love, my favorite is just a, a chocolate cake with a white icing is my favorite. Like a Duncan Hines, you know? Oh. Yeah. Yum, yum. Were you making two a week when there were two episodes no, a week? but there's leftovers. Okay. You're not insane. Not. Okay. I, I wish. So you're not I, insane. Okay. Okay, great. Good all right, that was all we, we got what we came here for. Good night, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs> so we're starting, test. we're starting out and uh, people are like finally saying out loud what we were all thinking at the end of last week like whoa 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 wait a minute why are brendan and piper getting off easy when like alana and chris just got kicked off natasha's like bachelor in paradise so far has been based on lines and we see brendan like actually acknowledging like i got off easy and then people are like no one's mad at brendan which is everything we were thinking like and and people start to say out loud like wait why why isn't anybody mad at brendan um Jesenia says Chris wanted to play a game and I was a pawn. And uh, it felt exciting to be like, okay, here we go. They're going to acknowledge it. Cool up. Did you feel like justice was about to be served? Did you feel excited hearing the rumblings of people noticing that this narrative wasn't just Alana and Chris? Yeah, it was was nice to see uh, it being shown. I think in the past, things like, you know, whatever, variations on the the theme of gaslighting, it sometimes gets like uh, lost or, oh gosh, here comes the dog needs to come up. You guys George, so George is whining yeah, and needs to come up and that's be That's right. Cool. Dogs we are go. very well. Aw, Georgia. We're very animal friendly on this podcast. Yeah, so I... That was Scott's first kiss. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Ever? I've had sex, yeah. okay. I just haven't kiss kissed anyone. It's like Pretty Woman. 
He's very much he's Julia Roberts, and and that's Richard Gere right there. <laughs> Georgia, Georgia, will you accept this rose? Um, yeah. So I the the Chris and Alana business was just so thrilling because like Scott, it's distracting. She's so needy. She's looking in my eyes like I love you so much. I need to acknowledge it. That's so Bachelor in Paradise. Is, is what Piper said. <laughs> so um, you, yes, yes. You so, felt like they weren't getting gaslit. Yeah, it was nice to see Chris just get like really hammered by everybody and know that this is coming for you, Brendan. Like there was yeah. no way it wasn't. There was a moment where it felt unfair last week where I was like, why I felt for Natasha, like, why is everybody defending Jesenia, but nobody cares about Natasha? And then I was grateful that, like, no, it's just the editors doing incredible editing and that there was a delay because people liked Brendan. So Titus comes in and he kept really trying to hammer home the tight ass party, which I think people were like, wait, what? Is that because <laughs> of his name, Titus? Yeah. 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 I'm oh. finally getting it. Yeah. Mm. Tight ass. It felt yeah. like a long way to go. And even, yeah, the the people there were even like, huh? Like, if, if we're not getting it, you know, it just didn't. So, um, so basically, he says, if you're already in a relationship, it defeats the purpose of coming here. Um, and then Demi really sort of starts to, like, fan the flames. It's bizarre that's no one coming after Brendan. It was way worse than Chris. Brendan and Piper, um, they're almost, like, in a full relationship. Meanwhile, we see them acting like pieces of shit. They're talking about poor Natasha. They're like, you know, that's what happens. When you're in a relationship, it's always at the expense of somebody else. And then Piper says, don't be a child. When you win some, you fucking lose some. Uh, Wait, don't you think they have no sense that, like, there's a camera on them if there's not a man holding it? Like, the times where they're, like, on the couch, they're like, we can just say whatever the fuck. And it's like, Or a woman, Lauren, or a woman. Okay, yes. Come on. You're right, you're right. (laughs) I mean, it was shocking just to hear them speak so freely and so cruelly. I know. And Brendan... I liked him when he was yes, on Bachelorette. I he was such a good guy. Yeah. And then this time I'm like, he just comes across like such an asshole. I don't think I've ever been so played by a contestant. I have yeah. not ever seen somebody show no hints of being a total garbage person. Uh, Kate, were you shocked watching Brendan and Piper sort of like just tr- talk openly and trash everybody in front of the cameras? I, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm just like, how don't you know? What are you doing you know it, it's just r- ridiculous that they wouldn't think like like Lauren is saying you gotta know you're just being watched the entire time but there, I think the my favorite line in the whole episode maybe I'm not sure if we're there yet when when she's talking about how she got her master's degree oh my god that was incredible yeah. I just so we're not there yet but, that's oh incredible my, okay, that's we'll, incredible we'll there in which is also like the most as somebody <laughs> tweeted us a master's degree of marketing is there a more useless master's degree somebody tweeted to us <laughs> I have a technical question yes yes does the boom boom room camera like turn off when the actual fucking starts you know what we <laughs> don't know it question. doesn't we should have well, asked Wells last week because Wells was here and it uh, feels like Wells was it feels like 
it feels like they, they must watch them fuck. They have they to watch them. They watch them. That yeah, is so they sick. Wa- because what if something like something happened? Right. Like maybe they have a sensor on the penis to where like once <laughs> insertion happens, suddenly that like the camera turns off. But yeah. I think that, I think they have to keep it on because what if they say something right. during it that is important to the storyline? So. But that right. means that there are just so many rugged hard drives of just hardcore sex. Dude, yeah. just from a, just from this couple alone. Just I, I wonder if, Riley. They, if, if they have to like explain the process to the contestants of like, oh no, th- these tapes go into like, they're, they're, it's almost like, you know, when you, you're looking at evidence uh, right. and by another judge has to come in, like who's in, right. impartial to it, you know, if like suddenly there's a mistrial. I don't know. It just feels like they have to, they, because, or these people just love knowing that people are watching them fuck. I can't believe how far into the fucking they show the footage. I like, know. Because it's also on at 8 p.m. Like, families, in theory, could be watching this. Like, this is what still, if like, families gathered around and watched? <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you, With like... With kids? I, but there might be. Like I, yeah. like, I did an Instagram Live thing for my book promotion last year. And and I one time did a thing where I would like let people in like that like would ex- you know to be you could like z- like just pick some random person that requests to come into your video, and there was a six year old who was on <laughs> who'd watched both seasons of Insatiable, which was really oh. dark, and she was like, I loved Insatiable. She was six. It was yeah. it was. I guarantee you, there are families. Well, that I are watched Nano Two One O when I was a little kid, but oh, I don't know if I sure. would have been interacting with the people on it on a Zoom. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and also, they're not showing on Nano Two One O like you know security cam footage of them fucking. <laughs> you know? you I don't know, think. I recall. I, I a, have another boom yes. boom room question. There's only one, right? One. How do you room. Get There's there? only one. I think I was thinking about that. I actually thought that I felt for the couple. Oh, I felt for Kenny and Mari that they had to go to basically Riley's like hump palace, like like. Yeah, but Kenny's like fucking around like the whole time. I don't think he Ke- really cares. Kenny's already been there. Kenny's already been there with Demi. Yeah, he's also he's like turning to the scene of the. With- him being naked so much. Well, I did Google. Apparently, you Googled there his were, penis size. Yeah, there, no, no. There's Image photos search. of him nude. He's done nude photos online with him last, holding a rooster. Oh, oh, we talked about this on the last episode I did on during his oh, season. Oh, then I've seen it. I Googled it. It's giant. It's something. It's something to see. Kenny Bachelor penis. Kenny, ba- you'll find it. There's the black and white photos screen? of him holding a rooster. Okay, so back to... Oh, wow. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) Do you want to put it in the group chat? Throw it in the group chat. I'll just hold it up to the camera because I'm on my phone. Yeah. Oh, my. (laughs) That's not the rooster one. Wow. It doesn't need to be. Yeah. (laughs) Cockle-doodle-doo. So so Natasha is busy saying, he told me that... Oh, my God, there it is. There he is. That's blurred out, but you can get it not blurred out. It's very purple, if I recall. What is he doing? Is he fucking someone in this picture? What am I looking at? I don't know fucking Fucking the rooster? Is that him? Is that him? I think so. I'm going back to my search. From MrMan.com. I still love Kenny. He's still my Bachelor in Paradise boyfriend. He All he right. is my surprise favorite, I will say, because I, I I didn't 
like he seemed fine before, but now like watching him on this journey, he is so I love him. He's so honest. He's so reasonable. Yes. He's so reasonable. Yes. Cool up. You get one free pass just for like and, and if if Scott was never born, who's your BIP? Why do I have to freebie? never be born? <laughs> <laughs> who's your BI who's your BIP freebie? Cool up. Who's your back? Can, can mine what? be if Scott was never born too? <laughs> <laughs> He can't live a separate life and all that he can't have. He has to not have ever existed. Who's your boyfriend? Who's your BIP boyfriend? See, here's the thing. It would have been Brendan. Just looks. Of course. Just all of us. looks. But then but you he can't. really, no, now I can't. So who's, not, who's, to, who's stepped into his top position? I mean, there is something about Joe that I enjoy. Yeah. Bachelor <laughs> Joe, Bachelor Joe, no, Chicago <laughs> Joe. He seems like he seems like an adult. He seems like someone who's yeah, relatively honest and and is not trying to to play every girl. He like finds one he likes and goes, "Hey, let's settle down, but only in Chicago." <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we got to talk about something over here. Okay, wait. So Natasha's all pissed off. And she's like, he told me that him and Piper hung out twice. That is casual. And then it's like, then I talked to Piper. She said we hung out 10 times. Guess what? Were they here the day before? Yeah, they hung out the day before they got here. So then Joe's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. What exactly happened? No, 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 no. We got to get to the bottom of this. Um, and he's like, I would like to, I got to air my concerns. And Demi, and Demi's like, yeah, I think he should go. So then he storms over there. Brendan goes, uh-oh, why is Joey coming at me? Joe leads the charge across the beach. Demi goes, what are you doing here? We need a little clarification. He says, oh, look, here comes Joe and his band of disgruntled, and it was his gang of disgruntled females. Not great. Um, and they go, people feel like you two had a relationship prior to the show. Um, and then it's like, look, we hung out a handful of times. And it's not like I said, hey, Piper, you want to be my girlfriend? It's not exclusive. Natasha and I had a connection that was void of any romance. So I mean. tried to get there. Did I see Piper the day before I left? Yes, I did. Demi, I know you wrote the rule book of relationships and paradise. And she goes, oh, fuck off. Um, and then they're like, okay, Piper, did you come here to see Brendan? She's like, yes, I did. And uh, anyway, I got to tell you, every time Brendan comes at Natasha and her lack of prospects of void of any connection, that's where he enrages me all over again. I'm going to throw it to Dr. Banana, Dana. Talk to us, Dana. How did you feel about this? I mean, the mob mentality always scares me because I always, I, I it's terrible. If I saw Joe and then a bunch of like beautiful women walking towards me, I would be freaked out. But you're, you're a I Frankenstein's monster, it. aren't you? Yeah, so you don't, I, you don't I like couldn't handle it in general. <laughs> Especially <laughs> Demi, who definitely had a girlfriend last time she came on. So I was like, well, okay, Demi, let's not. Right. Wait a second. She can't throw stones. <laughs> yeah, but I. But like him throwing Natasha repeatedly under the bus about no, how so, like, yeah. so gross. How yeah. they had no connection, how they had no like no one was here for her. Like I couldn't even get there with her. Kulop, how did you feel every time your last boyfriend Brendan did this to Natasha? He's such a dickhead. He he didn't it was horrible. He he's he's a piece of shit. And he didn't stop there. He was saying that about Deandra. He was saying things about Demi. He just was so um you mentioned it before, just so cruel. And and it wasn't until he left, which I know we're going to get, where there was a little bit of honesty when he yeah. was on that, on that um, 
in the car on the way out where he said a little bit of like, let's say, like, you know, being honest. He was a just, little bit. He, but just, was, he does the, the horrible thing of like, I'm sorry that you're upset. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's gaslighting. Yeah. And like, he doesn't know that he, he knows everything he did. He knows that he's caught and he's just being like so small by just tearing all these women down for no reason. It's like, I was surprised. That's to me, the cruelty of tearing down the women. Look, I get, I get that maybe these ding dongs are like, okay, we're going to go out. Like, I understand the plotting of that, but it's the meanness towards all these women that feels like, oh, I don't think this is brand new mentality for him. Like, you don't talk about other women like that. Like, it just is like, oh, my God, I felt so full, but, like, it's so unkind. And he didn't need to throw that on the pile of just getting caught. There was such a cruelty to it that was brutal. Well, there's a toxic masculinity to I'm angry because I'm not doing – I don't get to do what I want to do how I want to do it. And that I'm getting any sort of – blowback or any type of feedback I'm just gonna be I'm just gonna be mean mm-hmm. Scott do you think that this is who he was before he came on like Clarentatious season or do you think that fame has made a monster of Brendan I I both of these couples I feel like they had this sort of thing in their heads of that they're going to be bachelor royalty and pair right. up and be like these fun bachelor couples that people root for and then they get there and their scheming and their machinations expose them for the fame whores that they actually are. And it, it turns people off. And, and you see, it was interesting with both couples when they're leaving, they're both so sad about basically just like leaving a beach, you know, but it's not mm-hmm. that it's, it's about their dream of being idealized bachelor couples mm. has come tumbling down. And now they realize they're the villains on the show. Well, you've and it's not watched what they an, wanted. You've watched the, every iteration of the franchise from the beginning, yeah. correct? Since the guy who uh, sang They might, might Be Giants in the New York Carriage in season <laughs> one. Well, so to have Piper actually say the phrase, I was excited for the future possibility of making more money. Like, of actually yeah. saying it out loud. And this is coming to your She's point, She's like 23, Kate. right? And just even the phrase of, like, bringing that outside element of, like, oh, that. So, on, like, actually editing it in. And, like, that's what this is. This is, like, I get to retire at 23 from being a dental hygienist or whatever anybody does. You know, like. Like, have you seen, has, has it ever been so explicit on this franchise? No, they've, ne- I mean, they've never kept that kind of stuff in, but it it's interesting because who's Chicago Joe's ex? The, the Kendall. Ex- Kendall, yeah. So, you know, remember her first season, she was the weirdo. She was the she, taxidermist. She was the taxidermist who oh. loved taxidermy and she was like portrayed as an oddball, mm-hmm. but then she stuck with it. And now <clears throat> we were watching her and I said, oh, I wonder how many Instagram followers she has. And she has like... A little under a million, I think, right. if not if not even more, and and it's all this anodyne stuff of like wellness and like, hey, right. did you ever think when you get up you could drink eight glasses of water? A little tip for me, you know, with like <laughs> glamour pictures of her, and I'm like, you were the weirdo who right. had personality, and now like she's right. making money off of it, you know, because that's people are interested in that. Well, they will beat the weirdness out of you on this show, though. I mean, oh. everyone becomes like so like. You know, Instagrammy. Well, this is what and what Kate brought up earlier. 
I, this is an incredible statement. I would have gotten there on my own. I have a degree in marketing. I can figure out how to get a few more followers. <laughs> oh, my God. A Dude. master's degree. Did they teach master- that in the master's degree, how to get followers? You know, <laughs> she, she actually said, I wrote it down because I loved it so much. I have an entire master's degree, <laughs> which I wow. wow, she got the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> she did it. Wow, that's cool. <laughs> Katie, what did you, Katie Levine, we haven't heard from you today. What did you think listening to them? Like, and he was like, look, I didn't like, I just, I didn't lie. I just kind of like didn't disclose everything, like all of that. And her saying, I just wanted to make money. You've also watched every version of this. Yeah. How did it feel kind of peeking behind the curtain so clearly? It was just, it was really kind of just weird to see it just so out in the open. Because normally yeah. it's there. We know it's there, but they're hiding behind it. And these two were just like, no, we are here to get famous. We are here to get Instagram followers so we can sell ritual vitamins or whatever. And it's just like... It's, it was so odd to, to just see them just so blatant about it. And it was really kind of gross because it's like they shouldn't have been on that beach. They were clearly together in some yeah. some way. And like <sighs> Wells even said, he goes, there is one rule to the show. You don't come with a boyfriend or a girlfriend. And I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, and they let Wells out from behind the bar to talk about it. Yeah. I know. And he did a good <laughs> job. I, I felt like. I mean, I don't know how you guys feel. I'd be curious. But even though I did not, I didn't like the mob mentality, but I did. I have to say they shouldn't have been there. And I'm glad that they got, however, I'm glad they got eliminated. Like, because two other people could have been there if they were already dating, you know. I'm surprised. The, like, I'm surprised that's it not what worked. this is. I'm surprised how it did you, Are you guys so glad be- that they're gone? <clears throat> I'm surprised it worked both times because I, I thought both couples would be like, Trump where it's just like no I refuse to go and then it all just works out you know in two days where people go like okay yeah maybe you know like you should just refuse to to be kicked out you know and that's I've always said that with like Survivor and Bachelor and all that like the host doesn't have any power to kick you out (laughs) yeah Jeff Probst says like you know you're you're off the island just go like fuck you no I'm staying and well what are they gonna do Okay. Were you <laughs> cool up? Were you glad that they left? Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, give me, a, give, you know, like give me a little justice. I felt that too. I felt like particularly because he'd been so mean. Mm-hmm. Him being so mean to like it was beyond the follower. The fact that he was so cruel to her. It was like get the fuck out of here. You're such a dick. Just like don't be don't be shady and cruel. Like he was to me the be one or the other. To, yeah, I have to go, but I do want to just say, I wouldn't have been as mad if they had played it well when they arrived. Like they just yes. showed their hand like immediately, yes. and it was like no fun. Like if you if they could have tricked us for like a few more weeks, that would have been way more exciting, and I wouldn't have been as grossed out by it. I think I think it would have been more fun because I feel like other people in the past have kind of had flirtations. They were just so on the nose of like we had an agreement, but I feel yeah. like people have come in kind of like kind of already dating with Which like by, all this by, stuff. By the, from- by yes. the way, we should say the producers know that they have that they're dating. Oh, they you know, love like it. This, they this love is, it. They love it. Like that. This is so they're they're tech, When Wells got all haughty, like there's one rule: don't have a girlfriend. It's like that's not a rule. They cast them knowing that they were together. Yeah, and and separated them by a week in order to do this. You mm. know, so. Katie Levine. I see Katie wanting to get in there. Well, I have to go. I have to go. But uh, this was very. Bye, fun. Lauren. Bye, Lauren. 
See, I think they knew they were talking. I don't think maybe they knew to the extent that they were actually dating. Because, like, they tell people, like, oh, this is who's coming. Who do you want to meet? And then, like, Brenda might have said, like, to them, oh, I've been, you know, talking to Piper. So they're like, oh, well, let's bring Piper in. But just to, like, make things a little more, you know, um, dramatic, let's bring her on two weeks later, that type of thing. So I wonder if the producers knew to what extent they had been hanging out. I, I did love Piper in the car as they're leaving saying, I told you yeah. I didn't want to come. Kate, did you that, love that? I, that I, everything got totally revealed in that car ride when he I, he said something so I can't remember what it was, but he was so honest to a point of like, oh, well, there it is right there. And then she said that and it was just like it all was very I mean, it, not that it hadn't been clear before to, to the viewer, but they basically just showed all of their cards while leaving. And I don't know. I, I just was made aware of this a few days ago. Do you guys follow Bachelor data? It's no, no. It's yeah, yeah, Instagram yeah. Uh, that I guess is like, I don't know, a friend of mine told me about it the other day, but it shows you in graphs and charts like who is losing followers and both Piper <gasps> and Brendan have lost a lot of followers. Wow. Hey, there's a really fun video. I'll, yeah. we'll, I'll, t- I'll email it to you, Kulep and Scott. They made a really fun video uh, from after last week's episode with yeah. Brendan and watching Natasha's climb. Yeah, because she I, gained and, like 200,000 followers. Wow. And he, how many has he, what is he up? So uh, when you He's first at checked. 248 now. And um, what was he at when you first checked? He, he was at like 356. So he's lost like 100 thousand <laughs> piper's only lost like seven thousand oh now he's and, at 247 last night he was 248 so he's continuing to lose followers wow. and natasha has gained how many uh i don't know how many like how many i'd have to look but she's at 447 now so she's gained something like 200 300 followers like she's gained That's a big- lot who That's runs amazing. this? Is it Nate Silver or <laughs> Nate Silver can't predict anything? <laughs> <laughs> and then as they go, they go. They are not America's sweetheart couple. They are their own villain in their own story. It was so good. Demi, that was Demi. Demi, and then he goes, "Look, I didn't lie. I just withheld information." Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> so good. All right. Anything further on Brendan and Piper before we take a quick break? He did lie over and over again. That's not true. He's like the the. I mean, we can play it all back. How many times he lied? He lied. He lied. He, he, he lied, and people died. <laughs> he lied, and people died, and there was consequences. <laughs> all right, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. It's time to get sexy. Oh yeah. I need a sexual timeout. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. 
Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for the eligible bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then... Fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. back oh my god well we see in comes the dirtiest like we haven't seen this explicit this much horny material on television in a while marisa has set up she's got a bottle of champagne she's got champagne whipped cream and chocolate syrup set up in the sand on the beach and they're gonna play a game we've got little slips of paper and there's a drawing Uh, you're gonna pull it out there's a body part on it and then we're gonna lick whipped cream off each other so it's her inner thigh his lips the toe licking okay the toe lick the toe the whipped cream Kate, you're shaking your head. Talk to me. I had to turn away. It was, I couldn't look. I couldn't watch. It was so gross to me. I I mean, any toe looking, I think, in general, but, you know, it looked like it was, you know, they had been walking around on a dirty beach and then, oh. And then he put it between her boobs and then it said, now we know who these belong to. (laughs) I mean, Scott, what the hell? I, you know, the toe thing, Kulap and I, um, she was sucking whipped cream off my toes when we were watching and, and she had to stop. It was so gross to watch that. <laughs> it ruined your um, Tuesday night ritual. But I, I thought he meant that he was, he was 
writing that in whipped cream between her boobs. Now we know who these belong to. <laughs> it's but, a lengthy, it's a lengthy whipped yeah, cream tattoo, but it, but it's worth it. Was he writing his initials? I couldn't tell what he was doing. He he wrote Riley. Oh, he did. Okay. It, he did. He did. He wrote Riley. Yeah. I I'm also, pretty sure he wrote Riley. I've never felt like less of a woman. Like watching that, I'm like watching her execute. Like I'm like just the sexiest. Like li- I was like. I am so – if you handed me a can of whipped cream and threw me on a dirty beach, that would – you would never get – like, I just – like, am I just a completely different species? Like, what is happening? Also fold in that you know it was balmy and muggy. Every, and how sweaty yeah. everyone was at that rose ceremony, which was that night. Yeah. So you've got whipped cream, and you know they also got a mouthful of, like, mosquitoes attracted <laughs> to that. She was also in, like, a satin dress. So you're, like, in a satin dress, getting, like, ready whip all over. It was – everyone was so hot that they were, like, wet at the ceremony. Dana, how did you feel watching this this whipped cream extravaganza? I mean, I love that they're so here for each other, but it's like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, not not great. I definitely looked away. I couldn't, like – I was, like, eating, and then I was like, well – that okay that's not i don't want to oh god it's the, so gross sandy uh, you put yeah. away your baked alaska yeah, <laughs> not today. so so then they're they steal off to like let's go to the boom boom room and then like they're like well this is the best chocolate sundae i've ever had i mean they clearly just went and they made it seem like they were in there for a long time they edited like they just went and like for like a while because well said that their rose ceremonies aren't till like five or six in the morning like that's why the hosts never host them they don't give out the roses because it's like the sun oh is coming God. up and so you apparently they were just like getting at it and, and then when she stumbled back and somebody wiped her face basically of like white cream and she's like oh that's whipped cream it was just like yeah, everything was like I think it's whipped cream yeah just like don't, don't really touch know. her face like what don't touch her white the white thing on her face don't touch that cool up how did you feel watching all of this i just when when so right before that was when the the other two were evicted from the island and i was like there's still one more hour I know. I know. I was like, wait, but we haven't had a rose ceremony in months. Like, it's been months <laughs> since a rose ceremony has happened. Yes, exactly. So I was like, what's happening now? I was like, oh, this is what's happening. <laughs> yeah, this is what's happening. Like, bless, bless that boom, boom room and clean it, clean it. By putting I, it, clean it thoroughly. It feels like musty. You know what I mean? It feels just like it's got like, like a, like a, just a, a dirty, I bet the smell of it, I bet it's like musky, like musky. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> In a way that's like somebody else's musky yep. scent. Like other just people's mildew, yes. Other people's business. So then we find out that it's Tammy's birthday. Oh, and <laughs> <laughs> she has one of the best lines that's ever been in a script of television, which is coming up, which is so good. I last year had my COVID on my birthday, and this is ten times worse. <laughs> That's incredible. That's so incredible. Good. It was so good. So it good. Was so- <laughs> really over Thomas. Over Thomas. Now, so, I mean, okay, we'll get to this. So we have um, 
Tammy and Thomas. She's like, hey, Thomas, like, look, I'm going to just pull him aside. I just want to get to, like, it's my birthday. Like, look, you don't need to tell me what happened, but I just want you to know that I'm here for you. You're my best friend, Thomas. (laughs) Cool up space. Talk to me. It's what just, would have to happen for Thomas to be your best friend, Kulop? It, 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 was, it was, she's a tragic figure. Like, I didn't know that she would be an archetype. I didn't know that that's what was being set up. For her to say best friend? Yeah. You're my I don't, best I don't, friend. I don't like it when people call their the person they're in a relationship with as their best friend. My yeah. best friend is a guy named Phil. Okay, great. You know, it's like, no, she, Kulop's... Kulap's my wife. That's a different right. thing, you know? Right. So, like, stop saying that. Great. Um, but now, Kulap, how did you feel as an Asian person to see Tammy just obliterated like that? Oh. <laughs> did you feel like you would have liked to see her continue on the show? Oh, longer? absolutely. Of course. That's so important to me. Asians first. Um, I, above all. I, above all, Asians first. Yep, that's right. That's right. Um, I, I don't see I, see... I see people as... Asian or not Asian? <laughs> it's bad enough they kicked off one, you know, the night, the week before. But, yeah. But you know, to, to, then suddenly but, she's gone. But don't, but there was one coming in. But there here comes a, a hot and a hot anesthesiologist who's gonna go, who's gonna have the highs and lows of paradise in one like TGI Friday dinner. It's gonna happen for him. <laughs> it's gonna go like high, 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 and then the bromance is gonna break his heart. Uh, so you're my best friend, and then Thomas, who I, I still am not sure where I stand on. He goes, look, I need to tell you. Because he actually has a sweet face and a nice smile. Like, I still think there's no there there with Thomas. He goes, look, I need to tell you. It did go well with Becca last night. I had feelings for someone else last night, and I didn't feel guilty about it. And I thought, all right, well, it's her birthday. Like, do you need to phrase it just like that? Like, like how would you do it? Like, happy birthday, by the way. At the end I of would it, add in I didn't feel guilty. I would just yeah. say, you know yeah. what? I did have feelings for her. He didn't need to add, and I, like, I had no problem with it. It's not a problem for me. Thomas to me is a weird guy where he like he feels like an android from another planet who has been sent down to earth and is put into these situations where you see him calculating the odds of what he's about to say every time he talks he's like what do I say in this moment to make the other person think I'm good right and then he says whatever that is uh, and so, so to me, when he was letting her down sort of easy, uh, you know, he, he just, he's so passionless about it. He's a weird guy. He is an odd dude. Kate, how do you feel about Thomas? You know, I mean, he was such, he was the villain before. So I, you know, went into it thinking he's the villain. And now I'm surprised that I actually think, oh, I, I never even saw him as a cute guy because I didn't like him uh, yeah, and now I'm like, oh yeah, no, he's actually very attractive, um, like like overwhelming. Sometimes when people are so so beautiful, I don't see how pretty they yeah. are, and I think he is one of those people. Um, so he's won me over in a lot of ways, um, and I like that he was honest, but again, didn't have to be so harsh about it on on her birthday. I agree with you. I also have not seen this beauty. I and I will say. Jim Jeffries was on and said that 
that um, Thomas went to one of his comedy shows before the season ever aired and had the club. He knew that Jim is a Bachelor fan. So he had the club tell him backstage that Thomas from The Bachelor was here. His season hadn't aired, and Jim was like, well, I don't know who that is, but send him back. And he said that he and his friend were both like, the best-looking man they have ever seen in their lives. That he huh. was so fucking handsome. Um, Kulop, I saw that you wanted to say something. I think he's a bullshitter. I think he, to me, he uh, he's not genuine at Kulop all. Kulop is a bullshitter, and you can't True. bullshit a bullshitter. True. So she you knows. can't bullshit a bullshitter. That's right. Well, I agree with you. I do. There's. I feel like there's no there there. He feels like some like he'll like a scam artist. Like he'll just say. I, I what wonder it, if if he got into a, an actual relationship, what like a month in would be like, because he would start getting actually real, and you would you would see like his opinion, his actual opinion on things. Maybe I don't know. I don't even know if it exists. Like there's That's like a I glassiness. There's like a glassiness to his eyes, and like it's like I just feel he feels like a, he does feel like a cyborg. Just yeah, like there's veneer. Yes. So, which also makes me go, is the pro like Becca pick Garrett? Like, is Becca's picker just so broken that she goes from Garrett to Thomas? Tana, Dr. Banana, what are we looking at here? Yes, she's bad at picking <laughs> men. Uh, Thomas, like, I, yeah, like you guys were saying, there is no, I don't know if there's anything behind his eyes. It, like, he's so weird to me. I can't handle when he talks and he just, like, he's knows pleasant. everything to say. Yeah. He, he, he feels like a Halloween mask where if you were, like, you see it at a Halloween superstore and you're like, is that a real person? Oh, no, there's nothing behind those eyes. It's just a mask. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, yeah. He's, I can't. Because everyone's like, he's the worst. It's like, well, he's kind of pleasant, but but I don't feel relaxed. Like, there's something off. He's pleasant in the way that he knows he has to be pleasant in order to ensnare you. Yes, yes. he's not genuine at well, all. So then Tammy starts freaking out. She's like, I want you in my life. Oh. Uh, like, And then he goes, well, I need to risk potential long-term future with Becca. Um, it feels like a more stable element. She's like, I trusted you with everything. And then she starts crying. She's like, I feel like a fool for trusting you. And then she's crying in her like in her interview. She goes, I gave him everything. I'm so stupid. <sighs> Meanwhile, Thomas and Becca are kissing. Tammy's still crying. She goes, last year I got COVID on my birthday. And this is 10 times worse. Incredible. No, so Scott. Kate. I, 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 what is so special about Becca? I've never been able... I, I didn't like her on her season necessarily. Or, or not, not even that as much as I just kind of go like, she's just so average to me. I, I like maybe, maybe it's the same thing as Jim Jeffries where if I saw her in person, I'd be like, oh my God, this is the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. But Lance, you know Bass, I mean? Lance Bass was on that. We have found because we've met a bunch of the contestants that even some of the ones that are on air, like the sort of seed here of like people being interested in them are so shockingly attractive. Oh, wow. So Lance Lance Bass was on the podcast, and he said he hung out with Becca a little before because they were both like, she was waiting to go on. Everybody had to quarantine, stuff like that. And he said in person, she was so gorgeous, that she was so tall and gorgeous that he was, he's like, I always thought, you know, she was attractive, but he's like, she's like, she's, a fucking knockout in person. Okay. And I'm going to take Lance Bass's word for it. <laughs> but I feel like 
like there might be a harshness there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's a guy who knows his ladies. <laughs> like a cool up. Like a cool up. <laughs> Maybe she's just like the most beautiful girl next door, like something that feels like. like I, it, it totally could be true, and I. But I, I it made me feel like Thomas is playing like who is he's 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 looking at like bachelorette shoots and ladders, like what's going to give him a ladder up. A I level. thought that too. I thought you know? People Magazine versus yes. it, like obscurity. Yeah. Yeah. So it, then we I, have. I think. Yes. Oh, I, yes. I just cool want to say, I'm like, why do I like this season the most? Part of me feels like this is a new era of reality TV. Like, I worked in reality TV. I was a logger for Amy Grant's Three Wishes, and I worked my way up <laughs> to being an associate uh, cast, uh, associate producer. producer at America's Got Talent. But what were her and, three wishes? Oh, so she would grant... One, to have a TV show. Yes, that's right. Two, to be a good Christian. <laughs> Not sure if she wow. got that one. This she is got a crazy. divorce. <laughs> So every episode, she would grant three wishes. Oh, basically. It, that's yeah. it, the name she would grant. It took me a second again with the pun. <laughs> wow! And I love you, puns. That's an incredible. Wow. I should have given. Yeah. I should have listed that as your credit. That's incredible. I know. I should. How go, was I should it? Lead with that. I should. Lead How was with that it? Stuff. it? It was so interesting to to be that's where I first learned about Frankenbites and creating sentences that weren't aren't there through right. just you know audio um and faking faking full sentences and stuff like that so the for crafting, a listener who don't who don't know what a Frankenbite is it's basically basically it's um you know you do hours and hours of interviews with someone and maybe you don't get a sentence that you that that you need and so you take a, a the from there a apple from there. Uh, yes. That sounds like an amazing sentence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the apple what? <laughs> I need what to know. The what happened to the apple? Is the apple okay? No, guys. <laughs> oh, no, Not. what happened to the apple? Um, Find yeah, out next so week. So you, you manufacture a sentence that that person never said in full using Wow. You, you hear it a lot on The Bachelor where they, they usually do it by half a sentence here, half a sentence there. So it's like, I think Brendan was the worst person ever, you know? And <laughs> and you can so tell because fun. you can sort of hear the edit in the middle of the sentence. And wow. It's, they just need it for the story that they're writing, but this person never said anything like it. That's so to, so to me, crazy. The shift in this season, what, what I see is an era where people who think they have, they know the system. They, they are, they're gamers in reality TV that the medium is like, nah, we're going to expose you. We're going to, we, the, the rules that worked before, no, you're not wow. going to be able to do that. It's like, like, it's like Big Brother kind of constantly always shifting. Like, yeah, rules. I mean, it, everything is a reaction to the previous season. So people come in going like, okay, I know I have a great strategy this season. And then people go like, no, no, we're going to now we're going to expose you for the con artist that you are. You know, it's, it's like, interesting. Just go in and be real. That's like the most compelling and likable like that to me feels like if you actually went in. If, That's, like, I think the upcoming Bachelorette, I'm, I'm looking forward to her. Oh. because She she just seemed like a real person. Can and I was reminded just... of it in the teaser last night of where oh. she picked up the student's apple. This, I mean, this is a real interesting apple, much like Kulab's. <laughs> yeah, no, Kulab's apple. <laughs> but, yes, 
<laughs> the, but I'm gotta, looking forward to her because she seems like she seems real. Well, I got, and what what we were talking about on our our uh, little text thread between me and Katie and Anna is like clearly all the money went like Michelle's promo versus Katie's promo, which was her in like a Hanes t-shirt, basically holding Farting. a dildo. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was just like clearly. They knew they fucked up, that they should have just picked Michelle. It seems like all the budget went to Michelle's, like, promo alone. Yeah. Isn't the basketball hoop, it's, like, made of, like, diamonds or something. Crystals. Yes. Like, the flower-covered staircase in a mansion. Like, all of it. Meanwhile, Katie's at, like, the, like, Albuquerque High Airport Hyatt. Like, just, you know what I mean? Like, just, she's so, like, waiting on a bus. <laughs> Yeah, that promo looks so good. I can't wait for that. Yeah. Oh, I loved her. Okay, so then, meanwhile, Tammy's freaking out. It's the rose ceremony. Wells comes out. He's like, some people were lying to you. That's not okay. One person was all in for another person who wasn't here for that person. They're like, Polly, bring in the rose. Out comes Polly with the tray of roses. And they're like, Natasha. You get another chance at love. And she was crying and so beautiful. And I was so happy for her. Kate, how did you feel watching that? It made me feel like how I used to feel when I watched TV as a little kid. Because I I cared so much when I was a little kid. And there was a show that I watched called Dr. Fad. And if if the right person who made the right invention one I got so happy and that same feeling I had last night and I thought this reminds me of watching Dr. Fad wow I did not expect that as an answer (laughs) spectacular cool up how did you feel when beautiful Natasha was crying and everyone was sweating and they're like you deserve it I'm so laughing at Kate's description which is essentially a return to innocence (laughs) (laughs) Kate feels it feels like Kate is de-aged by 20 years right now. It's the fountain of youth. This franchise is the fountain just, of youth. All I can hear is enigma like in my head right now. A return of it. Uh, I I was happy, and, but then I was still a little afraid that he, he was not going to say Natasha's name while she was crying. Oh, my God. And they're like, I guess like, what? Please. So, Kendall, this one's for you. Yeah. <laughs> Demi, welcome back. <laughs> Demi, Tammy, you've been so I, elegant. Welcome we, back. We were laughing because, like, Wells comes out, and he's like, I decided this, and I decided that. And we're like, Wells, you didn't fucking decide anything. <laughs> like, the producers decide. But Wells is acting like he's all big-timing. I'm like, this was my decision. And, and at I, first they said no, and I And said, I begged them. I was like, please, please, let me, I'll suck your dick if you let me do this, please. But, and then, like, on Twitter, Kulop sent me dick. this last night. He's still acting like he was the person who decided on Twitter because he's like, this is his tweet last night. As the bartender, I can kick you out. As the master of ceremonies, I can keep you in. (laughs) Natasha deserved to stay. End of story. It's like, come on, Well, stop pretending like you were in charge at all. You were like pushed out there at six in the morning by the producers, all all afraid, going, what do I say? What do I say? Come on, man. Anna. I, I just want to say um, Natasha hosts a Bachelor Nation podcast, and I think they protect their own in that regard. Yeah. So I think she got the old oh, okay. ABC's got her back. 
thing. Wait a minute. I know did Wells she, was on is, the show last week, so you want to protect him. Yeah, so I, I also protect him. I'm going to call him out. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Though I want to know, what do you mean? Like, this, is she paid by ABC? Yeah, she hosts Clickbait. Her, Joe, and... Ooh, I forget who else hosts it. Oh, and Tasha. So I think like, no, I agree with you, Scott, because I it's not Wells. It's the entire like, you know, it's the company being like, she's a company woman. So she Wait gets protected. Well, somebody emailed us uh, they that they thought the whole thing was set up to make, to like give her more followers. Somebody emailed us that they thought the whole Brendan Piper thing was totally just set up. Because to make... she hosts that official podcast. Interesting. I didn't know that was an ABC podcast. So this was from our listener, Kelsey. So she said, it could, like, Bachelor Paradise can help grow a contestant's platform. She's the co-host of Clickbait. Um, it's So it's sponsored. They have money invested. So Joe and Tasha both have over a million followers and Tasha only had below 200,000. She thinks the powers that be in the Bachelor franchise wanted Tasha to have a successful paradise to increase her following, increase the listeners, and generate more money. The, they thought the, the producers caught wind of what Pi- Brendan and Piper were plotting. They steel, steered Natasha towards sticking with Brendan and gave her the, quote, lead edit in order to help boost her further. Um... Well, what? they did it because she gained, I was wrong before, she gained 360,000 followers. Wow. Do this you is think sinister. Produ- do you think that the producer <laughs> steered her towards Brendan intentional? Do you think it's that Machiavellian that they could know? Do you think, I don't, uh, that feels like an awful he's, lot of Geppetto. He's so handsome that she, she, would, pay, she would pick him anyway. He's <laughs> so handsome. He's yeah. so handsome. That <laughs> roofer is, he, even in a mock turtleneck with a necklace yeah. over it, he's still a handsome guy. I Randy just... Quaid in Christmas vacation style. <laughs> <laughs> I love that look on him for some reason because it's Me just too. like, uh. Me too. I know, I know. Why is nobody going for James? He's also a turtleneck in, his, in a, is his hair too tight what's what's, are his muscles too big is his shirts too tight? can we like rough him up a little like get his hair a little messy make his shirts a little looser like he he comes across he's he's very serious i feel like i i never see him being like a little goofy or i don't know he seems very he doesn't seem fun yeah i want us to give him a podcast makeover i feel like we can loosen up james and get him more attention from the ladies he's too sculpted he's too rigid i would like to see exactly what you're saying right. like a little more grocery store joe a little more like ripped jeans that are actually not purchase ripped they're actually just ripped because they're old you know must like, the hair up must the hair up stop waxing the eyebrows so tight like but also a- uh, aside from like his looks could it be possible that spending eight hours a day in the gym doesn't make you interesting? No. No, no, no. no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> no. It's not it possible. <laughs> it's not possible. It makes you so interesting. So then we have the rose ceremony. Riley goes, Marisa, my little whipped cream baby. Wow. I can't. <laughs> and then Joe gives the rose to Serena and goes, in sickness and in health. Wow. hey Oops. Mm. And then uh, maybe there was like a cut subplot where she was sick that night or something like that. It's a weird thing to say. It's a weird thing to say. And then the final one, the only one that was up for question was Aaron. Feisty, feisty, looking for a fight, Aaron. And he gave it to Chelsea. Meanwhile, Tammy... Jesenia, Demi, and Deandra all left. Tammy was sobbing. I feel like an idiot. I follow my heart. My heart lies. 
It's the worst birthday ever. And then she shoved a huge cupcake into her mouth. And then while kind of crying, went, this is really good. And I loved it. I was (laughs) here for it. Kate, as the resident baker of paradise, (laughs) did it make you happy to finally see a baked good respected and not thrown into a fire? Well, you know, I couldn't help in that moment. And I don't know. Maybe I'm just making this up. But I feel like they hand her the cupcake. They say, wouldn't it be fun to just take a giant bite out of it? Like, Sometimes yeah. I see the the Being writing producer. and um and in that moment I really did and I um I don't know it so it took me out of it. A I little don't bit. know. I, I think the cupcake is like Brendan. It looks so good. I would have taken a bite out of it too. It was it did so look good. very good. I actually also wanted. It looked kind of like a devil's food cake. It looked like it had like a yeah. big like cream filling. It feels like sort of what Kate, Kate made. Yeah. It, was, it yeah, looked Kate, really good. I, I feel like you're getting too into conspiracy theories when you're you're like, why would she bite that delicious looking cupcake? <laughs> yeah, the producers look, made her. She did take a huge bite though. It did feel like a yeah. producer bite. It was like, mwah, okay. mwah, right, mwah. You. And then, but but it, uh, it did make me like her. In that, I mean, I I always liked her, but but in that moment, it was really very. But funny and cute. And, and then we had the soft side of Demi when we see the real Demi. Demi's crying in the car. Like, there's a very soft underbelly of Demi, and she goes, I'm so frustrated. I'm so pissed. I really am upset about it. Maureen, can I kiss in front of me? Just wait till I'm not fucking there. And then Joe said, Demi is probably sad, and I feel for Demi. Joe's um, smart. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> How Demi is she? probably sad. <laughs> yeah, Demi was, there's a sweet, like, there's, like, she's a lot of bark, and then, but she's a softie. Cool up, how did you feel watching Demi weep in the, in the suburban? It's good to see that side of her. I, of course, don't want to see anyone's pain, but she, yeah, she has a very, um, she, as much as these guys, like, they, they craft who they are, yeah. um, you can't really avoid, like, it's really at some point who you truly are is going to come forth. Yeah. And, and I think we like you when you're vulnerable. Yeah. The real side, which is what we got Demi last year, Demi 2.0. Now we're back to Demi 3.0, but we like the soft side. Scott. I I was surprised to see her go because, you know, I don't know what her follower count is, but in my opinion, she's bachelor nation royalty because she's, she's one of the only people who, has been on other shows, like she was on the dating game, you know, yes. like, and yeah. they're, they're not asking Aaron to be on the dating game, you right. know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. she seemed to me like one of those people that the clout chasers would really kind of cling on to. I wondered if Aaron, I was, or the producers would be like, Aaron, just pick Demi. You know what I mean? Like, if like, like, like this will help you out. Yeah, I agree with you. All right. We're going to maybe take she's, a- she's bad in the boom, boom room. I don't think so. I think you're going to get a show. I feel like you're going to at least have enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. I feel Wait. like you're talking about yourself right now. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. I think you're going to get enthusiasm. Maybe you're going to get some tears. You're definitely going to get some cuddling. <laughs> you're going to get somebody who's real ticklish. <laughs> and he's afraid of spiders. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the tatty daddy who's about to arrive. <laughs> Bone zone. Let's get in the bone zone, guys. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? 
why did the internet choose them, and what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time, and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for the eligible bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then... Fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're back and we're dealing with the horniest, horniest Bible study goer this side of of the Mississippi. Holy cow. I, I am here for Tia and her her des- description of her her lady parts. All of it is fascinating. Um uh, so we have here comes we, first of all we're starting out Riley is working out in bunny slippers all the women are watching him with his action figure arms Scott do you work out in bunny slippers oh hell yeah that's the only way to do it <laughs> girl like, you know you do yeah I gotta put on my bun slips <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I can't work out out of my bun slips I, I, I can't I gotta do I can't just do a carry on I gotta bring my bun slips <laughs> By the way, I, I do want to say it's interesting we haven't talked about Noah and Abigail yet because they're just so boring. Oh, my <laughs> God. They're uh, so... B- He's grown on me, but, like... Yes. 
But Agreed. there's nothing to be said about them. They're, they and, don't do anything interesting. Nothing interesting happens around them. And it's confusing because I really liked her on Matt's season. Like, I thought she was so charming. And I'm like, she's not bringing... I wonder uh, if they think, if, if while they were shooting, they were like, man, they must be getting a lot of good footage of us. <laughs> and then it's like not there on the show at all. Yeah, it's really, there's no, there's no crackling heat. There's just like, it's just real vanilla. It's just mm-hmm. not happening. Mm-hmm. So meanwhile, here comes Blake. He's like, hi, I'm Blake. I was on Claire's season. And I'm sure we were all like, who? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what? He was handsome. He seemed to actually like a real person. He seemed like, you know, it, it, he felt like a real dude. He seemed nice. Uh, good head of hair. Tia's tail is wagging. Tia is just like, <gasps> she's like, oh, I like the tats. It was a tatty daddy, tatty daddy, tatty daddy, tatty daddy, tatty daddy's here. I like the tats. Um, and she, so he pulls Tia aside and she's, she's, she loves the South. She loves her Bible group, and she loves tattoos. And she's like, oh, yeah. Well, I remember her pulling somebody else aside and be like, you like the South? I love the South. And on this one, she's like, yeah, Nashville people. Nashville people are dope. She's like, well, I already got a house. You'll be near your family. And it's like, oh, my God. Like, pump the brakes. Cool up. How did you feel watching her try to flirt with the tatty daddy, Blake? I, I was thinking about Demi and that she would have really liked Blake. Right. Yes. Hey, Blake doesn't seem cool. I think Demi would only like someone cool. Oh, really? I uh, he 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 seems nice, which oh, okay, I, which okay, I think okay. is really good for Tia because Tia's had a horrible yeah. few years, you with know, Colton. on the show. She was obsessed with Colton. Yeah, you know, and I was happy to see her be with him because I was like, oh, he just seems like a more of a regular, boring guy. Yeah, which is he good seems- for her. He yeah. seems delightful. I like that she she's she's she has no problem just grabbing that ass. Oh my god. So she goes on this date. She goes on this date and little John who showed up and had done like yeah. a dude and then watching Noah do the yeah at little John was somebody tweeted us was like that was that Noah doing uh, a Howard Dean impression <laughs> doing little two. Yeah. Little John. We're going to go and we're going to win the primary. <laughs> So then, so I got, go can on. I just say, by the way, Lil John was on my television show and was one of the most delightful guests that we had on the show and one I of the best it. episodes of that show. And he was just so game and so great for everything. I, I, I'm delighted when I see him on my television. Oh, I love that. I, lo- I mean, that's everything that you want to hear. I love that. So he, I love, imagine, imagine getting brought into the woods in Mexico and you don't know what you're doing. And out comes a dune buggy being driven by Lil John. <laughs> You're like, uh, basically, in my mind, that's like bucket list, like check, check, check of like, this is who I am now. Like, this is what I do now. Scott, how did you feel when that happened to you? Oh, yeah. He brought the dune buggy and we went into the (laughs) woods on my show as well. And it was just, it was incredible. (laughs) It was everything I wanted. It sounds incredible. (laughs) And then, so all she kept being like, I am so excited. Like, did you, did you guys know that she loves tattoos? I don't think she said that she loves tattoos. (laughs) Does Colton have tattoos? I don't remember that being such a big part of her personality. Oh my gosh. She's like so horny for tattoos. So then they're chatting afterwards and their hands are on. 
on their other legs. She and he's like, I want you to feel like you can tell me anything. Oh, yeah. And then she and they're like, Do you think you can only have one soulmate? She's like, well, I used to think that. But, like, I also think it's, like, based on when you meet. You know, dating you makes me feel hopeful that we could date in the real world. And then they kissed. And she's like, I feel like I've known him for a long time. And then they kissed in the shower. And to your point, she grabbed that ass. She grabbed that ass. Kate. Talk to me. I feel like it's a great match. I'm very excited for them. I think that they could uh, take this uh, into the real world. I don't know. I'll be very curious to see what actually happens. But uh, I was really happy for her. And they, you know, she seemed very into him. And so did the cows. And um. <laughs> <laughs> when she was, well, so when I agree with you, I feel like they're a great match. I was actually like, they're going to get married. This is it. Yeah. This is her guy. She goes, he makes my vagina dance. Ladies, she goes, I feel my vagina dancing. I'm ovulating right now. Um, if there's any way I could get pregnant, I would be pregnant by immaculate conception. The whole thing is like. The, she, after we heard last week about her china pot, which was banana pants, <laughs> one of our listeners emailed in, Alina Chun, she says, china pot input. Because we were like, I felt like I, I didn't really, I didn't know what she was talking about. It felt a little nerve wracking hearing her say that. I was like, is this a phrase? She wants to say... She thinks that as an Asian woman, she was so put off by this term. She thought it was cringeworthy, coupled with her purity vibe. Um, she just hated it. She hated it. She wanted to throw in her input as an Asian woman viewer listener who's obsessed. She thought it was offensive and in poor taste. And, uh, yeah, I, I, has anybody heard this phrase? Like, how do you guys what, feel what, about this? What, what's the phrase again? She China kept pot. calling well, her vagina her china pot. <laughs> What I don't know I don't I've I, I what is that? I've never heard it. Me neither. <laughs> I mean, other than a vagina. <laughs> you know, it's your china pot. Yeah. Does it whistle never heard when it's ready? I I don't know. Is it something then, that she's? She, it's fragile. It's delicate. She was it, saying oh, that oh, Kenny like couldn't. It was when it was when they were doing nude volleyball. She was worried about you have to oh, save right. your china pot. He can't see her china pot. And then now she's talking about her vagina dance. Like I think she's had very, very strange sex education. Maybe it was, I don't. I I I hear what uh, Alina's saying. I just was like, this is a folksy thing she's saying. I, I feel like you're maybe right that she's likening it to fine china. That's I didn't, what I, I didn't put. I didn't put that together before. That's what like, I, I thought. Think, I thought. I, I think thought china it was pot sounds like bad. porcelain, if, like if, a porcelain pot. Or, yeah, or, that's what I pictured. Or yeah, but I mean, I think I think maybe what she's thinking of, and I don't presume to to tell her what she's thinking, but like when you hear China pot is like a certain type of like pot that you cook Chinese food in or something like that. That's oh, that's, that's, that I don't know. Maybe I, don't know. I I have no idea, but I don't I, know. I, 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 I didn't really understand what she was trying to say. With okay, it all. okay. Yeah. I did enjoy I did enjoy the vagina dance. I mean, now, I believe somebody else has talked about vaginas dancing on this. I believe talking about kissing Nick Vial, was there somebody was talking about their vagina dancing? It was, was Raven talking? Because she's also from the same town in Arkansas. I think maybe Raven talked about Nick Vial making her vagina. No, Alexis. Alexis the dolphin shark talked about her <laughs> vagina dancing. Has I, wa- heard I want I want us all those who have vaginas to dance. Yeah. <laughs> dance. Yeah. I want it. For yes. us all 
Dance vagina. I got a dance, dance. vagina. Dance. <laughs> Can I just say like a, the whole V V V A A A A G G G G I I I I N N N A A A A Vagina Vagina Dance 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 Dun 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 Dun. You can, you can badge if you want to. <laughs> you can leave your poon behind because oh, your poon don't dear. dance. And if you don't dance, your badge is no friend of mine. It's right next to your behind. <laughs> well, um, I The whole soulmate thing. Yeah. Like, okay, first of all, soulmate is like a bullshit term that just that like people started using 20 yeah, years ago or something. Yeah, it should be twin flame, like me and you. <laughs> yeah, you guys are twin flames. <laughs> no, but I mean, the whole idea of like having more than one soulmate is like <laughs> so stupid. Like, oh, I would have I would have said no a year ago, but now I think you could have five soulmates. No, just they're people you like. It's not a, you know, oh, come on. Yeah, <laughs> twin flame soulmate. I mean, I felt like... Can you have more than one twin brother? No. <laughs> I think that they are actually, I feel like, I feel like they actually make, I think she's going to be so horny for him, but she will probably won't do it without a ring. I feel like there's actually a chance that Neil Lane is coming with like a promise ring or something. Well, like, is I she think, a virgin? I don't know. Do we know if she's a virgin, Tana? I don't think she is, no. I, I really? literally just Googled it. And that's what I can't find any info she has. I don't hmm. think she is either, but the way she talks about her vagina. But she kept saying, so like, weird. nobody's going to see it. Nobody's going to see what I mean. it. That's what made me Google it. It's like, she's like, you can't see it. It's like, well, how, how are you having sex? Like, that doesn't make she sense. She may not be. She I may can't find any be. definite information if she is. Wait, she what did you Google? Like, did you just Google vagina? I said, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got some really interesting uh, results. Just pages and pages. <laughs> I, was, I was excited for them. Meanwhile, I forgot that she was even with Jay. James, that James was the person. So poor James is back just like oh, eating, yeah. eating like chips and guacamole pouting while everyone around him is having the grossest kisses around. Kenny and Mari making out in the hot tub, the grossest kiss I have ever seen. <laughs> Speaking Did of you... gaslighting people, Mari, come oh on. God. Like How did I know she you get talked back about in there? I know you talked about it, but for yes. her for her to not only convince him I but can't. also herself that that's not what she did. She broke up with him. She broke up with him to, to date other people. Yes. Chasen. She wanted to go. She wanted to say yes to Chasen. Yes. And so for her to be like convincing herself even that that wasn't what happened is just really disturbing. I agree with you. She's not good enough for my Kenny. And then Kenny <laughs> goes they say, I feel like we're leaving here together. And he's like, I have never felt this way before. And then he goes, should we go lay down? And then all of them watch them go to the boom boom room and said, we're go about to go make a paradise baby. And then somebody goes, ooh, Riley's going to be so pissed because they're taking the boom boom room. And then we watch them like hands and things go under the sheets. Yeah. Cool up. How did you feel watching that? I was like, this is a porn. Yeah. And that's when I, I was like, they have so much footage of these people having sex. Yes. There's just hours and hours. Will they send it to us? Yes. Yes. And this is my formal request to the Bachelor Nation. Yeah, we need and the to see that footage. Wells, it's your decision. <laughs> yeah. Send us the porn or not. <laughs> I want to know if well Wells must have seen it, right? You know Wells is cranking it to all this stuff, <laughs> like he's boom, boom, room footage. Wait, Wells isn't a producer. Yeah, that's the whole reason he does the gig. He's like, look, I'll tend bar for one hour a night as long as you let me crank it to boom, boom, room footage. <laughs> I got to crank. They said that Marisa has started just leaving her stuff up there. 
<laughs> okay. Kate, how do you feel hearing that? Uh, well, I just, like I was saying earlier, I was very confused. At, like, is there just one boom boom room? I, like, are they knocking like, hey, you almost done because we want to go next. Like, is there a line at this point because there are so many couples? Uh, is it the only place that they can go to have sex? Katie Levine, okay. I see you leaning forward. Talk to us. So I'm pretty sure it is the only one. Maybe they added a second one. But from them saying that Marissa was leaving her stuff there, it makes me think it's the only one. But a couple seasons ago, they showed like a little argument between two couples where oh. they were like, dude, you had the boom boom room last night. We want it this night. We want okay. it today. And there was like an argument between them about who there's got the a boom backup. Boom room. Yeah. So it sounds like there's one disgusting like fuck fest room. <laughs> they all go. I to. hope there's a window. <laughs> It feels <laughs> dank in there. Yeah, Dr. Banana, talk to us. How dank is it in there, Dr. Banana? I don't know. I don't know who changes the sheets between oh. people. That's like. Do they? Do they change the in sheets? Co- in COVID. So. Yeah. Like, the, what poor person has to what change? PA has oh. to. Oh. How what set design PA is assigned that? Oh duty? my God, you're oh, right. That's right. It like wouldn't be a maid. It would, it would be, be the art department. Like, how does this sheet look? In a black light, does it look like a night, <laughs> the right color? Oh my God, what art department person has to deal with that? Mm. Gross. So then, meanwhile, Natasha is sad that she's here. There's sad music. But all of a sudden, then it's like happy music. And we see, like, the birds are singing. We get hero music's coming. Like, your Prince Charming's coming, Natasha. Don't be sad. And then in comes Dr. Joe. He's an anesthesiologist. Um, And I remember him. He got, like, he he was, like, people really loved Dr. Joe. He was was in the COVID wards. He's a sweetheart. And and um, so, so he's like, he pulls Natasha aside to chat. They had a hard year. They're both not on the apps. Um, she, they were joking. I've been on the sauce for a while. Um, and so they, he asked Natasha out. And they go and they have the world's largest margaritas. And, oh, my goodness. Um, I was so jealous at this point. I mean, ever, you know, like, you guys are talking about being horny watching the sex. I was like, look at those big drinks. <laughs> oh, I wish I had one right now. It really did look good, didn't it? Oh. Like, yes. That and the cupcake and then Riley's oh. cake that got thrown in the fire. I wanted all of those. Oh. I wanted the fire cake. I wanted the cupcake. I want their breakfast. I want their like taco breakfast. <laughs> I know when they were talking so about like, oh, you'll bring me bacon in the morning or something. I was like, oh, that's so cool that like there's like an actual like buffet or something. That sounds fun. I, I want well, the, says I the, I want the pizzas from the, from the previous seasons that that one guy I want, was eating. I want Riley's spaghetti. Riley's yeah. just always down and he's like carb loading to go back to the boom boom room and have like a session. <laughs> <laughs> I got to say, Well says the food is delicious. Wow. Um, so then, uh, so here comes, so, so they're, they're both having their giant margarita glasses. He learned Spanish. He's like, you look beautiful tonight. And then she's like, oh, my God, there's a bug. They switch glasses. He takes the bug hit. And um, she's like, look, it, I'm just clear on what I want. I wasn't getting it. So maybe I would come to this wild place. So then they're really hitting it off. They're really having, like, he's adorable. He's smart. He seems to have a personality. Like, they seem to actually be having a nice date, like a successful blind date. And 
We hear, meanwhile, buzzing back at the ranch that Dr. Joe and Brendan are BFFs. And they're like, we hope she doesn't bring it up. Every time you hear somebody say, I hope this doesn't happen, it means it's about to happen. So then... So then they're like, she, they're like, he goes, wow, I just can't believe, like, at this point, like, you're such a catch. How could you not be attached? She's like, and she tries it first. She's like, you know what? I don't want to go into detail. Um, she's like, you know, it just was not great. And I have to say there was a person here who just really ruined the experience for me. And he's like, who was it? She's like, it was Brendan. And he goes, Brendan? My Brendan? Yeah. As soon as I heard my, my Brendan, Brendan, my oh. Brendan, he goes, Brendan, my Brendan, Brendan's my boy. I love Brendan. It had to be Brendan. Really? It's Brendan. It's my Brendan. <laughs> my Brendan? <laughs> well, I mean, I just, <sighs> he's like, well, I think you're beautiful. Um, you know, want to let it ride and be, but <sighs> his whole energy changed. And he, because he kept going, hey, you know what? Let's head back. But <laughs> just of everybody... It's ironic. It had to be Brendan, huh? It had to be Brendan. Okay, yeah. just had like to be you're Brendan. beautiful. You're so beautiful, but Brendan. Oh, Brendan. I mean, Colette, how did you feel like when I, you saw? I felt for her. Why did they do was, that to her? Why did they give her Brendan's best friend? It was heartbreak. I, I that I was like, she doesn't like. She really doesn't suck. And for her, just to, I mean, first of all. As a former producer of reality TV, yeah. the footage of just like him trying his face, everything that was happening behind his eyes was fantastic. He was doing math. He, yeah. She was like, "Did you know? Did you know that they were seeing each other?" Right. Of course he did. <laughs> like too. His face. Of He's course like, well, he did. I, I what do I say? Do I sell out, Brendan? Uh, uh, my it's my Brendan. Brendan. It's my boy. It's my Brendan. My Brendan. When he was like, you know what, let's let it roll. I was like, I can't. dude. Oh, I was like, Natasha, no. Because he's sorry. like, well, I'm going to pick Brendan. Like, and the producers are so mean. They just gave her a special rose from Polly just to bring in Brendan's, Brendan's best friend who's like a good guy. Katie, yeah. I see you wanted to get in there. I know you're having feelings. Okay. Talk to us. Well, then this kind of goes against our theory that the producers are protecting her or helping her along the way. Right, why, right. Like, why Good would they point. do this to her then? It, I, it, I, I, my, my theory was that the producers were trying to get them to have a storybook fairy tale ending, actually, because oh. he, he, he went in, and it, this may be the edit, but it seemed like he had... No eyes for anyone but yeah. Natasha, which I think is a little weird when there's, you know, so many women there that he just, like, be made a beeline for Natasha, which she's great or whatever. I think she's like, the only available one. Everyone she's the only one. Yeah. So it seemed like there was a little conversation beforehand of, like, sure, for sure. hey, like, you Natasha have is really Natasha. the only one who's available here. Yeah. Uh, you know, are you interested in her? Yeah, totally. You know, so I think they were trying to hook him up, actually. And, and it just and Natasha, she said, like, I know, she's like, Brendan was excited to see you. Like, she knew of their relationship prior, oh. so it's like, you know, it's hard to watch. Also, Kate. I I just feel like she she said. I, I, how do you you couldn't get out of that story like it was going to come out at some point and come soon out. and so yeah. even though yeah. they were having a great time I thought well it's maybe good and like she didn't like get into detail it was such no. a minimal you know thing that she said you know it wasn't like but it was still a huge a huge uh, bomb she for was, him I guess you know 
elegant about yeah. it, but it was still like, but I, my loyalty is obviously to my best friend. It's just like I, Tammy I would always know, protect what, Thomas. What is his issue with it though? Just, he doesn't want to be dipping in the same pool or what? what I think I mean, it's also like, I'm not going to trash Brendan. Brendan's yeah. my boy. Like I, I'm not going to ever agree with you that Brendan's a villain. Like I'm sure you mm. had your beef with him, but like I got my boys back. That's my best friend. Are they even friends? It it seems to me like this guy like idolizes Brendan, and it's Katie, maybe Katie's, not reciprocated. No, I, I mean I, he, he he said um, uh, Natasha said that that Brendan was excited for him to come. They're friends. The other guys were like they're very close. They're friends. Yeah. Okay. So I've looked on okay. their Instagrams and they've like posted videos and photos together. Ah, God, and Joe's so sweet. So like, why is if that makes me wonder like. Was Brendan once this? Was Brendan maybe actually a sweetie pie who completely drank his own Kool Aid, like getting some Instagram? Like maybe he must have been a nice guy. I don't feel like Dr. Joe would hang out with a douchebag. Like, and it, it all went to his head. Like maybe he was nice on Tasha's season. I think he and Piper just thought they were more clever than they are. But him being mean to Natasha is yeah, what you're confuses right. me. You're right, you're that's right, that's the aspect. Right, right. That's the aspect that's like yes. not a good guy that I don't get. Yep, Dana, yep, yep. what is? What do you think, Dan? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think it's more that like they almost wanted Natasha to just like deal with it and not be like going around and talking about it so much. I think it's so much like him. He, it was making Brendan angry because I. You know, you guys were saying earlier, like, he wasn't able to do exactly what he wanted and get away with it. And the fact that Natasha was not giving him that, like, space to, like, have his relationship with Piper. I could see him getting angrier and angrier about it. But I think he was just an asshole. And then, like, seeing, what's his name? Dr. Joe. God, the allegiance. It's like, we get it. You guys were trapped in a Palm Springs hotel, like, your friends. But, like, that you can't, like, under, Mm -hmm. like, you can't have empathy for someone like Natasha who I don't know but it's maybe weird. he also like doesn't even believe it because he's yeah. so you know has such allegiance to Brendan he's a, that he's that's just my boy. like yeah. that's my boy he wouldn't act like that so oh this <laughs> my Brendan my Brendan my Brendan would my not Brendan? act like this so she must be crazy when you talk about Phil do you call him my Phil my <laughs> Phil of course my best my friend fi- my, my Phil. soulmate my Phil. my Phil what's Phil's last name Scott <laughs> McCracken? Oh. You and Phil. It's my Phil. So here we come. We're coming on to the greatest final story of the evening. We start with Kendall. Kendall's freaking out. First of all, we have the Michelle promo, which is incredible. Um, And... uh, we see Joe and Serena are flirting on the on the beach, and he set up a little picnic for her. And he goes, um, "My biggest turnoff for a girl is a messy eater." <laughs> I gotta say, he could never date me. Then I'm a fucking monster. I am an <laughs> animal. Look at Scott. Look at Scott's getting kisses from his puppy. Oh, my dog is, needs a little a bit a of attention. The doggies need a little love. Mm. I mean, I, I'm a messy eater. Cool up. Are you a messy eater, Scott? Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't know. Great. <laughs> Kate, are you a messy eater? I, I don't, I don't, th- I haven't been told I am, so I don't know. I'm a messy But sometimes eater. you ever mess. just I'm think, can you believe we all eat in public and don't think about it? <laughs> yeah. I know, I, 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 I am officially a messy eater. I'm messy, you, you I me- spill shit on myself. Can you I, believe I jo- that we all, like, masturbate in alleys and don't even... <laughs> <laughs> 
Scott. 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 Edit that out. Scott. Scott. I insist you keep it in. Can you make that an audiogram and post that? Scott. Scott. Don't make our vagina dance during the podcast, please. Oh, is that your, that was is a that cow. Your vagina? No, remember when she was talking about her vagina dancing, and then all every, of a sudden the cow mood, and she was like, "See, yeah." Every time her vagina dances, a cow moves. It's a wonderful it, life. It's a wonderful life. So then, um, so then she's all excited. She's like, "I like in her interview. Like, I like being around him. Serena's so cute. She's like, I like being around him. I'm not ready to say the L word, but I'm getting there. Um, she's like, and so me." Meanwhile, Kendall's freaking out watching all of this. She's like, it's hard. Being an ex on the beach is hard. Like, it's uncomfortable. It's hard to move forward while I'm focused on my past. Meanwhile, Serena and Joe are just fucking making out, like, four feet away. Well, she's got the treasure that is Ivan right next to her. Like, Ivan's such a catch. And no one is going for I. Just send me a blew it. Like, to me, Ivan should be a hot commodity on the beach. He's an engineer. He's hot. He's a nice guy. Like, what's the problem? But he's Kendall's nice. Just, That's the problem. He's mm. nice. Oh. He's nice. People want to be treated like shit. Yeah. True story. Not me. What? <laughs> I've been doing I it think- wrong this whole time. Scott, we brought you here. You've got to be nicer to girls. This is an intervention? <laughs> you've got to be nice. You've got to stop masturbating in alleys. You've got to be nicer to girls. Uh, after 13 years of marriage, I finally don't want to say anything. I want my friends to say it to you. Look, she, we brought you to this podcast to say, finally, stop it, Scott. Have we stop mentioned it. that we're married, by the way, on this show? I, yes, I don't know if that yes. was in the intro. Oh, okay. That was in the intro. I so suddenly then, started getting self-conscious, like people aren't going to understand why no, we're No, no, they're married. So then they go to the picnic blanket. Joe set up. Um, and then he's like, he says to the uh, interview, like, I feel like this relationship is real. I feel like she's my girlfriend. And he's like, I like doing nice things. I'm a blast. And he's like, please, you've been a dud since you got here. I like their banter. I like this sort of kind self-deprecating, kind, the kind nagging. I, and I the, like, I like their relationship because, you know, she, she was kind of a hot commodity going into this where a lot oh, of people yeah. were interested. Oh, and yeah. so I was like, poor Joe doesn't stand a chance. He's too much of an adult. She's young. Yeah. And the fact that they just glommed onto each other and like each other and are having a good time, I enjoy it. I love it. I'm here for it. So then she goes, I think I like you more than you like me. And then she smiles. She's like, I want to tell you something, but I don't know how. Um, I don't know how you're going to respond. He's like, well, just say it. She goes, so I should, this is so cute. I should just shoot my shot, which is so cute. I feel like she played sports. I loved it. (laughs) And she goes, I'm falling in love with you. And then he immediately, at least in the editing, goes, I'm falling in love with you too. She goes, really? No way. The cutest. (laughs) She was so happy and like cheering for herself. It was great. I loved it. I loved it. And this is why we also love, this is another reason we love Paradise. She goes, I'm giddy. High risk, high reward. Meanwhile, Kendall goes, it's hard to see him so happy. It's heartbreaking that the spark has happened here. And then Ivan's like, you want to kiss? And she's like, no, no. And then she like storms off. They're like, is she leaving? She's like, I feel really detached from everyone. Um, 
And then she's crying. And then uh, let's talk about. So all of this, I was so happy for Serena and Joe. And I thought, Kendall, what are you doing here? What You came in second. Just let Joe have his season. Kate, how did you feel about all of this? Well, I mean, it is sort of strange how close everybody is to each other when these things are happening. <laughs> They're so, like all making out on the same day bed. There's like two couples just making out on one day And bed. then there's like just a bunch of other people watching. And it's like, it's very strange. It's like a sport or something. Um, yeah. And so, the, I mean, I don't know why she was torturing herself. Like, I don't think I could put myself in that position. I would just go to a different part of the beach, you know? Um, yes. But I, uh, you know, I... I, I feel for her, but she definitely put herself on, you know, she knew what she was getting. Well, maybe she she may have thought that when she got to paradise that she and Joe would be reunited. I actually think maybe that was in her mind. And how happy for Serena were you when he said, I love you too? And she said, really, no way. I felt like I was watching Dr. Fad when I was a kid. (laughs) Yay! Scott Ackerman. I think it's hard to take anything Kendall says seriously because she's so Canadian. You know, it's like she's always like, and then I saw Joe and then he kissed Kendall and then I went over on the beach and I did this. It's like, come on, Kendall. Serena's Canadian because Serena's also Canadian. What? Yeah. I actually think Kendall's from Venice Beach. No. Am I crazy? She's not Canadian? Is Kendall Canadian, Tana? No, she's from L.A., remember? She won't move to uh, Chicago because oh. she loves L.A. Well, I know she lived in L.A., but, but, but I thought she, that was where she, yeah. didn't She's from L.A., good? remember? She, her family's from, like, the Valley somewhere. Yeah, they had, like, a beating really? room at her yeah. hometown date with Ari. Okay. She had, like, a beating room. This is surprising mm. to me because maybe her parents are Canadian because she's just got such a Canadian <laughs> Scott, vibe. let it go. <laughs> let this go. Cool up. How into, how excited were you for Serena with her really no way? I'm falling in love with you too. I, I found, I find them both very charming and their relationship charming. It's so cute. Um, and Ke- Kendall, I'm just like, Kendra? No. Kendall. Kendall. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and I feel the same as Kate. It's like, uh, it maybe, yeah. This, this. But will Serena move to Chicago? Because that's one prerequisite with Chicago Joe. <laughs> you know what? She might. I feel like she's young enough that maybe her whole life, she's at the age when you can just sort of move around and be like, I'm going to give Chicago a try. She's 23. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. So like. It's a good time to go try another city is at 23. I truly think Kendall wants to be a major Instagram influencer and needs to be in L.A. to do it and is like, I'm not going to move to Chicago. And that's also why she came back maybe on the show. Yeah. So. Um, and then and then ending off with Aaron giving his facts, like fact, fact, fact. And then I only the only one I wrote down is Thomas is a big body trash can. His obsession <laughs> with Thomas is never ending. Always, always a journey. What an episode. Can you even handle yourself? <laughs> um, I'm too much. I can't. You're too much, Kula. I mean, overall, what I, I just could not be more delighted. Um, any final thoughts before we go into Tweet of the Week? I'll have final thoughts. I, I'm going to wait for them until after Tweet of the Week. Okay, I think it's and you important can tell to, us. Yeah. So you can, here's where you want to gather your thoughts. Your thoughts will be how many engaged people do you think there will be? Oh, and, that's right, yeah. Yeah, so that will be my, and who do you think they will be? Okay. okay. Um, and we'll also, by the way, we love it when you guys do our reviews. We're, uh, so here's some awesome reviews. 
You guys, we or we're trying to get to two thousand likes or stars or whatever before we uh, before we end the year. So right now we're still at one point five, but you guys have been leaving us so many great reviews, uh, and we appreciate your v- reviews. This one was we got a two star review from Emma Davis Meyer, and the uh, the subject is why was Colton being praised? I love this podcast, but I was so confused when Arden talked about how happy she was for Colton. He stalked and harassed Cassie until she had to get a restraining order against him. He put a tracking device on her car. That's enough for him to not be mentioned. Super disappointed with Arden. You know what, Emma? I've been thinking about it, and I can admit when you're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. And I'm not going to you know, I was happy for him that he's, I'm happy for him that he's able to be out and live his life and be himself. But you're absolutely right. All of that is unacceptable. And do you, so I want you to know that you can trust me as a podcast host. Um, you're right. That's all I have to say. Katie, what do you think about that? No, yeah, she's right. I mean, we are happy that he is now able to be like his authentic self. But um, those not, were behaviors that we that we should not support or you know yes condone, you're right so i apologize i apologize and and i can your your host can admit when she made i made a mistake um here's one we got here's one from Bitwia, five stars podcast shangri-la arden and crew especially the production team that's you katie <laughs> have perfected what has long been eluding the world's earballs the perfect batch nation podcast for years i've searched for the goldilocks of bachelor podcasts detailed but not too boring funny but not just slapping at low-hanging fruit when my wife showed me will you accept this rose i realized that this podcast was the auditory Shangri-La I've been looking for my whole life, not since I heard Yellow Card's Ocean Avenue album when I was 13 did I believe it was even possible. Now I know. So thank you, crew, guests, Arden, and of course, the tweet Dr. Banana for giving us the hope we've been looking for. Wow, Katie. Wow, what a throwback from my middle school or maybe I was in high school experience when that song came out. By the way... It makes me want to, like, go re-listen right now. (laughs) It fully makes me want to go re-listen. Absolutely. What a nice review, too. Great throwback. Really beautiful review. We cannot thank you enough, Bitwia. I I felt so touched and so honored to receive truly such a gorgeous review. Katie, did you enjoy it? I loved it. I thought that was great. We got a really fun email. And if you guys want to email us, you can email us at rosepodcast at gmail.com. Dr. Banana's in right now. Okay, you guys are going to love this. The subject is fire cake. (laughs) It's from a listener named Lily. Hi, Arden, Anna, and Katie. First, the podcasts continue to be amazing. It truly delights me to listen to you and your guests break down the Bachelor franchise episodes with such sincerity and humor. Listening to educated adults give so much thought to Bachelor in Paradise honestly speaks to my soul. Thank you for sharing and spreading happiness week after week. The Will You Accept This Rose team truly gives joy to many people. Well, thank you, Lily. And this is where it gets amazing. Now on to the important thing. Arden repeatedly mentions her desire to stick a fork into Mari's ill-fated fire cake, and I felt compelled to share a cautionary tale. This summer, I became newly enamored of s'mores and consumed many of these treats alongside a vacation fire pit. When I returned home, my fixation with s'mores continued, and I started roasting marshmallows over 
over the flame of our gas stove. Questionable health decision aside from consuming gas-flavored marshmallows, I roasted the marshmallows at first with a wooden skewer and then moved onto a fork as I worried the marshmallows will not be too melty and slip off of the skewer. Let me tell you, sticking your mouth on a scalding fork is not a good idea. I was so eager to eat the marshmallows that all common sense left me and I burned the inside of my lips with the fork tines. The upside of this experience was that my lips looked plumped and kissable without fillers. The obvious downside was that I burned the inside of my lips like a moron for sticking a jet puffed marshmallow into a gas flame and shoving the scalding fork into my mouth. Sadly, I can't even say the marshmallow was worth the burn and my love affair with s'mores really took a hit. Arden, save your lips for that single life and shun the fire cake. P.S. My family adopted a second shelter kitten last week. I figured you and Katie would be happy. Yes, thank you for adopting. Oh my God, how great is that? How great. I believe, I, I feel that I painted a pet portrait of their first cat. I feel that I have painted you a... Did do I did. I painted yes. a portrait. I have painted a portrait of their first cat. Um, that's um, when I... Yes. yes. So how great is that email? How great is that email? That's I would fully burn my mouth and lips and face. I would... I have had so many... I've gone to um, like clinics going, I have strep throat. And they're like, no, you don't. You've just scalded your throat. And I was always like eating my morning oatmeal too fast. <laughs> Hi, Dana. How great is that? So I guess we can't eat our fire cake. Damn. Um, I I got a message from someone on Instagram about Pandora jewelry. Tell me. So it's Carla Fleming. And she says that she's noticed that there's been a ton of Pandora product product placement. She said when Jasenia was confronting Chris at the tight ass party, uh, Pandora Jasenia had a Pandora bracelet in clear view of the camera. Then Chelsea yes. was seen wearing a crown ring that is also on Pandora. And yes. she said that her mom used to be like really obsessed with Pandora. So they're very well of their inventory. And she says now she just spent, she's, she's on the lookout for Pandora jewelry in every okay. single episode. I love it. Yeah. Keep us posted. I love that. <laughs> well, we appreciate your reviews. We appreciate your emails. So keep them coming. And here we are at Tweet of the Week, as promised. If you guys want to participate, well, I guess the show's on Tuesdays now. So whenever the show airs, just uh, tweet to Anna and myself by midnight Pacific time, Anna Hosnier, H-O-S-S-N-I-E-H, or Arda Marine, M-Y-R-I-N, hashtag W-Y-A-T-R. Okay, this one is from Alexis Spice Season at ABC Madsen. Marisa licking whipped cream off Riley's toes is the cause of the next pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, this one is from Bridget at Clementine Cup. Why is it more believable for couples to leave Paradise engaged than it is for Thomas to be Tammy's best friend? <laughs> <laughs> um, Sammy Glow uh, 717 uh, also wrote this one. Tammy just wrote BIP's tagline, Bachelor in Paradise, 10 times worse than COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Um, this is from Jeremy K. at 6-4 Ginger. I love how grocery store Joe is like the manager of Paradise. <laughs> he is, yes. 
They're watching calling him. in the manager anytime they want to kick someone out. Get Joe on the line. <laughs> yeah, All exactly. right, what's been going on here in the store? I like that one, the bringing in the manager. This is from Justin Paul Spade at Justin Spade. Brendan saying, quote, he's going out on his own terms is like saying Richard Nixon went out on his own terms. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? I'll tell you later, Scott. Oh, okay. Um, This is from Bridget at Clementine Cup. At this point, they could send anyone down the stairs and say they were on Clara's season, and I'd believe them. Yeah, who ended up winning Clara? Oh, they're not even together anymore. I think there's a rumor that they might have gotten married. They're back together? Okay. Oh, wow. What? Uh, This is from Jennifer is querying at Jennifer W613. Do we think that Tammy was disappointed when she didn't get to eat that birthday cupcake off the foot of a human man? (laughs) Or from out of the fire. (laughs) Or from out of the fire. Um, this is from Skurft at Skurft One. Here's some real BIP facts. One, Thomas not being Tammy's best friend. Fact. Marisa <laughs> and Riley being the landlords of the Boom Boom Room. Fact. <laughs> and Ivan putting his eggs in the wrong taxidermist basket. Fact. Mm. <laughs> Wait, there's more than one taxidermist? Uh, <laughs> this, and then we have a few more. This is from Erica at Erica. I'm so excited for the addition of the vagina dance on this season of Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's one from Russian Sparkle Hair at Russian Sparkle. Joe and his mob of disgruntled females is the name of Kenny's newest boy band. <laughs> <laughs> do you think? Do you think that if they came to Tia and said, like, okay, look, you're going to be on Dancing with the Stars this season. That's yes. the good news. The <laughs> bad the news, news is you have to show us your naked vagina and make that dance. Would <laughs> yeah. she do it? Ooh. Yeah. I don't know. Do you think? Anything to be on TV. Anything. All right. What do we <laughs> think? I like the manager, uh, the grocery store Joe manager of Paradise. Uh, what's another one that you got? I also like anyone. You could say anyone from Claire C. I I like that like one those? a lot. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Is yeah. There, okay. Those will be okay. Totally. So it's down between these two. Jeremy K at six four ginger. I love how grocery store Joe is like the manager of Paradise or Bridget at Clementine Cup. At this point, they could send anyone down the stairs and say they were on Claire season, and I'd believe them. Manager or Claire season. I'm going to start with our newest addition. To the Will You Accept This Rose? Will You Accept This The Rose podcast? Cool up. <laughs> Which is your preference, manager or c- down the stairs from Claire season? I'm going to go with manager. Okay. Cool ups, groom, Scott. <laughs> I'm, I have to, I feel like I have to represent for, you know, fair haired men who are over six feet tall and uh, say for the manager. Yeah. Okay, great. Kate McCooch. I was going to go with uh, Claire's season. Okay, all right. Uh, Dana. I'm going to go manager. All right. Katie. I like Claire's season. Oh, shit. So it's down to me. Is it down to me? It's down Is to it you. a tie? Is right? it a tie? No. It would be a tie three. if you voted for the yeah. Claire season. Okay, okay. So uh, don't let that influence you. Okay, but you're you know not what? Pre- you're not prepared to give go. out two prizes. Okay, I love how the manager of Paradise. I'm going to go... I'm going to go Claire's season. I'm going to make it's it a, a tie. tie. It's a tie. All right. Well, then, 
I, I think Split we're just going to have... Split the baby in half. We're gonna still have to. We're gonna have to do it in half. It's a tie. All right. Um, so the, I'm gonna let. I guess I'm gonna let Cool Up. Cool Up was the winner because she's a new person. So we're gonna give it to Jeremy K at Six Four Ginger. I love how Grocery Store Joe is the manager. Is like the manager of Paradise. You're like cool. Wells coming in here and like <laughs> fucking around with the rules here. I fucked up the rules. <laughs> cool Up. What would you like to promote? I'd like to promote Add uh, to the Cart. It's on Lemonada Media. <laughs> I co-host it every week with Such and Pac, and it's about a show where we talk about what we buy and what we buy into and what it says about who we are. It's great. You guys you. would love it. You should listen. You absolutely would enjoy this podcast. You guys should listen to it for sure. Thank you, Arden. Scott, and and also cool up. Thank you for joining the fam. I'm glad you said yes. I didn't know if you would. Oh, I I had a blast. <laughs> did you? I loved I having you, Scott Ackerman, Scotty Ox. Yep. What would you like to promote? Do people uh, call you that? Com- the Comedy Bang Bang podcast every week. Uh, there uh, on Monday, big news on the show on Monday. So tune into this Monday's episode, and and there's some some. Really cool stuff coming down the pike uh, in a couple of weeks that uh, I can't talk about until after Monday. But listen to Monday's show. That's exciting. Kate McCout. I don't really have anything to promote. Um, Maybe, uh, oh, I was trying to make some joke about I'd like to gain some Instagram followers or something like that. But that's just <laughs> not that. I, no, I, I didn't know. have Take the joke it. built in before I said it. Um, yeah, you were a marketing major. You know how to get those. Yeah, on I got that entire <laughs> degree. Um, yeah, you can see uh, some of my drawings on my Instagram, Kate McCoochie. That's so <laughs> Kate's the best. Uh, my book, Little Miss Little Compton, came mountain paperback this week so did you add anything to it i added a lot of nudes Ah. (laughs) a lot of china pot i did a lot of close-ups of my you can guess guess the china pot and i just put all my friends nudes my nudes you can just guess them in the back some of them dancing in the in the back there's a there's a like a key you can figure out who's is who's um (laughs) Also, if you're listening to this Thursday morning, Thursday at noon, I'm going to do a Facebook Live interview. It's like that's with Debbie Ryan and Judy Greer. It's at noon live. They're doing it. It's they're doing this thing that's sort of like Clubhouse, but you have to sort of RSVP to join. So if you, uh, we'll put a link on our Facebook page. If you guys, it's on my Facebook page as well. So if you guys and uh, Dr. Banana and I on our Patreon are doing F Boy Island, and uh, boy. Is How's that, that how is that show? You know, it's fun. I, I don't fully understand the format. Like, I don't quite... There's a cash reward, and we can't quite figure out how it happens. They haven't really explained it to you on purpose. Okay. Okay, great. Oh. So I just keep okay, watching. Great. But it's fun. And, and Nikki's great. Nikki Glazer's a great host, so it's fun. Um, Dana, what would you like to promote? Yeah, uh, find us on our Patreon, which uh, some people have asked how to find it. You just go to patreon.com slash... W-Y-A-T-R to find us. And then you can just sign up and then listen to the episodes. And then, yeah, I'm at Anna Hosney on Twitter and keep tweeting your weeks at me. Okay, great. And uh, and Miss Kate Levine, what would you like to say? <laughs> I am at KT underscore money on Twitter and Instagram. I just said your name like I was hammered. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, <laughs> I, for a minute, I thought you forgot my name. Well, no, I just got, I just got it. Literally, just got a text. It's like Judy Greer won't be there. The new <laughs> guest is Caitlin Tarver. I panicked. I panicked. Well, there we go. Drew Tarver's sister. Drew Tarver's sister. Yeah. 
Oh, She's really? She's an amazing that's... singer and actress. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. excited. That'll be... Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's why I, that's why I panicked. Um, all right, you guys. Well, uh, Kate, Kulop, Scott, thank you for being here. Thank you for your time. And here's my question. How many engagements and who? I'm going to start with Kulop. Uh, okay, I'm going to say two. Uh, just because. Okay. <laughs> and I'm going to go engagements. I'm going to go um, uh, the, the, the boring couple. Oh, okay. Abigail and Noah. And then I'm going to go um, your, your boy Kenny and Mari. <gasps> wow. Interesting. Interesting. So you don't think Maurice and Riley? Oh, I forgot about them. Oh, yeah. They're going strong. Okay. I'm going sw- to swap out um, Noah okay. with those guys. Yeah. Okay. All right. Scotty Ox. I think the, the only reason Mari and Kenny would do it is for camera time. Yeah. So I don't think it's going to happen, though. And I, I don't think Marisa and what's his name? Riley. Are, are, Riley. And Riley are going to do it either because it's just too new and they're just too horny right now. They're not like lovey-dovey. What about grocery store Joe? I, I don't think Joe and Serena do either because they there's just like he didn't even get engaged to Kendall on the show. So well, it's like, she fucked him over, though, with the Aquaman. Yeah, but I, I just don't see. I, I think it's still too new. She's too young. I, I kind of think that Abigail and Noah might just because they're having a whole thing going on that we don't even know about right. that could be more serious but so boring that they don't even want to show us. So, so you're going to say one. You're going to say only. I'm, if that. I don't even think that's going to happen, but I think if there you is one, zero. it'll be them. I think yeah. somebody's going to do it just to get the People magazine spread. I know, but none of them are that, are that serious. What about Taddy Daddy? Oh, That's what I was yeah. just going to say. Maybe there'll just be some kind of wild card. Like, let's just go for it. Why not move to Nashville? Right. I think so maybe Scott- Bre- maybe Brendan and the doctor. Okay, great. <laughs> Dr. Joe and Brendan. So you're <laughs> saying zero, Scott. You're going for zero and Kulap's I, going for two. I'm going, I'm going for a maybe one. And you don't prob- know who? TBD. Prob- no, no, no. Mine is, mine is Abigail and Noah if it happens. Okay. But, I, okay. but I kind of think no, none. Okay, McCooch. Yeah, I think maybe just Taddy Daddy and Tia. Great. I Wouldn't love that this. be a fun kind of just like I I would why love not, that. right? Why yeah. not? She's so her vagina it will just dance down the altar. I mean, can you imagine yeah. what kind of dance would it be? Like is it going to be a waltz? Is it gonna be some kind of hip hop? Oh, hip hop. Yeah. Hip hop. <laughs> All right, Dana, how many? How many and who? I think three, I'm gonna say Oh, wow. I think all these I think all these people have genuinely found love and you know what I'm so happy for them. Uh <laughs> what are their names? Marissa and Riley. Love it. Mari and Kenny. Love it. I think he's gonna try and lock it down because she's like a hot young, you know. Love it. And he's 40 as he keeps reminding us. Um by the way, Wait, that's not else? old. I just no. want to say. I just think it's old. funny. He's Someone's like, I'm the 40. oldest man ever. And it's like, you're okay. Um, and <laughs> Scott, be cool. <laughs> I'm only 29, of course. Yeah, oh, okay. See, you're going to love your 40s, Scott. <laughs> who, uh, who else Gotta is there? Gotta get through my 30s first. <laughs> there's oh. Riley and Marisa. Oh, oh, I'm, Abigail and Noah. Okay, say. so you say, all right, Katie Levine. I think. Abigail and Noah, because I think Scott's right, that like they're having like some really deep, you know, relationship stuff that we're not seeing, so they could get there. Um, and I think Tia and Blake. The tat, I love the this. Tat guy. 
Okay. Daddy, anyone daddy. else? I mean. Okay. I don't know. I'm going to go Riley and Marissa. I'm going to go Taddy, Daddy, and Tia. I don't think Noah and Abigail because I think her walls have been up. I'm gonna go. Gro- I'm gonna go grocery store Joe and uh, and his young wow. his young bride. Okay, I mean, he, she would have to commit to moving to Chicago for this to happen. I think like, she will. Wow, I think okay. she'll do it. Okay. How Marriage, many more episodes though. are left? Apparently, yeah. allegedly, the last one's on the twenty eighth. Oh, soon. Of of September? Of September. Okay. Allegedly. What the hell? We are not sure. And then we have two weeks off, and then it's Michelle's season. Allegedly. They they tweeted like a calendar, but it just showed September. It didn't show anything for October, so I don't know. I mean, look, we're ready to go through October (laughs) if we need to, but allegedly, allegedly, the finale may be the 28th. Okay. It's never gone into October before. Well, so two more cakes, Kate. Two more cakes, <laughs> and um, you know, I'll 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 have to share the cake with you guys. And I think also, um, I just wanted to say, it seems a storm's a brewing, according to this right. new. Uh, what's oh next my god, week. the storm! Well, Wells was saying that they actually really had to like get the fuck out of there and evacuate, like, and that it was like oh, their bells. The pa- and that the pause, <laughs> that also the pause might. Start up some drama. Well, you know, oh, I just keep thinking well, then, about what Wells yeah. said on last week's podcast that uh, the biggest bombshell that he never saw coming Has hasn't happened. happened. And I'm there's very excited about this. Yeah, Wells said there's like a bombshell. That's there's like got to that- be more than two episodes then. I think there's because they got to do it. Don't you think there's an after the uh, the rose and all I that kind of stuff? I mean, because of what Wells said, I was like, "There's no way there's only two more episodes." Like they never, but they never do after the final roses on Paradise, Paradise, do they? Yeah, I know, but which it, they, after show. they Te- should. I don't think they do. Technically, Dana, do there's they? four more Tuesdays before the Bachelorette starts, so I'm hoping for four more episodes. I also hope for four more. I would actually love to do four more podcasts about. I would. I. I, I don't. No, they're saying. I think there's maybe some football. I don't know. There, there may well, be. Football's only on Mondays, so. So I don't know what yeah. they. Why there would be a. Maybe there's. Are there two nights of like Dancing with the Stars or something? Oh. I don't know. Dancing with the Stars oh. starts next week, and then I think Monday Night Football will move to ESPN. I guess after that, I don't know. Oh. So maybe there's a Dancing with the Stars conflict the first two weeks of but October. The only thing that shows up when I say you know Bachelor in Paradise schedule is. The 21st and the 28th. And that would be 10 episodes. Uh, Email us if you guys can do detective work. We need to know. We're out of the loop, fuckers. We need to know. Come on, man. Wells knows everything. Wells. Wells Wells makes all the decisions. Should I text Wells right yes. now? Like, how many more? Ex- yes. I'm gonna text him. Someone's Wells, bragging. Wells. She has Wells's number. Hey, uh, I'm gonna text him and I'm gonna go. Hey, Scott was talking shit about you, Wells. <laughs> Scott Ackerman. Make sure to listen to the episode. Yeah. And he'll say um, who? And then yeah. you say Scott Ackerman. He'll say who? All right. We'll give him like one minute before, and then we'll wrap it up because I don't want to fucking hold you hostage, and I have to go to the airport. But I need to know this more importantly than making my flight. <sighs> Come on, Wells. Come to me, Wells. Come to me, Wells. Come on, Wells. Come to me. Come to me. Wells. You're too thirsty. He's not. He, okay, he's all right, wait. all right, all right. He's going to wait three days. Brendan? He can't hear me. My Brendan? All right. He Arden. hasn't texted back. Can I well, ride I'll out? I'll let you guys know. I'll let you know. Can we ride out on the clip from Brendan's acting? 
Oh, yeah. I want so we should also put this on our Facebook page. We'll put up the link to my Facebook live audio thing. And then this and then this Brendan, somebody, Katie found a present for all of us. She found Brendan's acting reel. So he wasn't oh. just a roofer. It appears to be a homemade project, maybe. It looks like a college film. And I just want to say my friend Liz actually sent it to me who listens to this podcast. So thank you, Liz. It's like it seems to be sort of like a college drug, like hijacking. I don't know. So, but we have an audio clip we're going to end the podcast with of the end of his acting reel that we'll put on our Facebook page. Mm. Dana, take it away. All right, here we go. And good luck. Hey, you know what? Thank you, everybody. Until next week, stay safe, get vaccinated, wear a mask. Here we go. Here's Brendan Marace acting his heart out. You two pieces of shit can just live your worthless pathetic lives <laughs> and rot for all I care. I'm gonna make something of my life. I'm gonna be somebody. I'm destined for greatness. Wow. Wow, wow, that was some acting. He was acting so hard right there. Tour de force. Scott, <laughs> Scott did you write that? <laughs> yeah, of course. You guys, until next time, goodbye! Bye, everyone. Thank you. Bye! Bye. Oh, yeah. Gonna get all up in you tonight. It feels so good. I just got one little question for you, girl. Will you accept this rose? Oh, will you accept this rose into your world? This Rose is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.